0: Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor. This week's guest is very special. She, she did play on me once, but she's here now. <laughs> <laughs> Manal. Hey. <laughs> Honestly, there you go, my spot. Aw. Uh, this is my intro. I love this it. Your, your <laughs> intro is that you also, she goes by Chinute, but her name is Manal, but Chinute is like her nickname. That's her real name. Like, people call you Chinute.
1: Yeah. It it was my nickname growing up. And then now when my family calls me Chinute, I'm like, ew, why are you doing that? Like, stop. Like, how dare you? That's my brand name now.
0: Yeah. You're like, that's actually just my internet name. Yeah. Please don't call me that. Um, But I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. We were just talking and I literally was like, if I don't hit record now, we're just going to keep talking and talking and then no one's going to ever hear any of this. And we're just really too funny to keep it to ourselves. It would be selfish.
1: Oh, you're 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 hilarious.
0: You're probably one of the funniest people on Instagram. Oh my god, stop it! Don't don't make my big forehead bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace it. it. So I was telling Manal that she's one of the reasons why if I started wearing my hijab a little bit further back recently and showing more and more of my forehead. I would say eighty five percent of it is showing now because. Of Manal.
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: And it's no dead ass. I'm like Manal looks beautiful. She has a bigger oh, forehead. Why huge. do change hate big forehead? And and here we are. And she she solved it. I mean, okay. The
1: reason why I actually started pulling my scarf a little back is because of this t- ugly tan line that you'd get. Yes. It was so hideous, and it took like years to fade. And then my mom was like, "Why don't you just pull it back a little bit?" I'm like, "No, mama, I have a big forehead." And she was like, "And?" And I was like, "You're right." And yeah. And then I, my eyebrows started showing more, so I'm like, "Oh yep. shit! Now I gotta do my eyebrows." And then, oh shit, <laughs> I, I, I do my how eyebrows. Your
0: job was covering your eyes.
1: It was, and now I do my eyebrows, and oh shit, like I, I look good now. Oh wow, yes, okay, it. it does. It frames everything. It just puts everything together, and it also like makes your face so unique to like who you are. Whereas if you wear your scarf really low, everyone would kind of look alike.
0: Mm-hmm. And, like, when I look back at pictures of me when I used to wear my scarf so low, which I did use to cover a portion of my eyebrows, like, the sides of them, I was like, what yeah. What am I trying to hide? It looks like the scarf <laughs> is, like, engulfing my face.
1: Like, <laughs> I, it looks
0: like I'm like the a scarf. pattern. Yeah. Like, you're pattern? it doesn't look right. And I was like, what? I thought I looked good. Like, I thought this was the look to cover my entire fucking face. Like, guys, if you have a big forehead, have it.
1: Do yes. it. Yes love
0: it, work it, like embrace it. Make it it shiny. I make mine shiny. I don't set it with powder. Mm. I let it be shiny. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. Me too. It just looks radiant, but like, and then by the end
1: of the day, it's glossy, but you kind of just, you like it. It looks good.
0: I I like my skin to look like, just like I dumped a bucket of water on it. That's the way it's going. Yeah. I
1: love, I love looking at people with butter skin. It's just the most satisfying thing.
0: Yeah, just like kind of like a little glazed donut, but my face, Ooh. but my whole face, just the entirety mm. of it is the donut. Oh, um, that sounds amazing. So yeah, I'm really excited to have Manal here. So you are, you were born in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. And your mm-hmm. parents are both Ethiopian?
1: Yes. My mother is half from Yemen and the rest okay. of her is Ethiopian and my dad's full Ethiopian. Oh, I so had no up in idea like that mom Ethiopian. was half Yemen-y. Yeah, she's half Yemeni. and then I kind of grew up in like in a more Ethiopian dominant household. Just because they both grew up in Ethiopia in the village of Harar, but so they we, I speak Harari at home. They spoke Harari with me, and like the Yemeni culture wasn't brought in as strongly as the Ethiopian side was. So
0: okay, yeah, I don't know too much about Yemeni culture. I did have a, a few uh, Ethiopian friends growing up, and I feel like it's like a very it's very similar to Arab culture. Like it's very mm-hmm. like here, eat this food. yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, it is constant shoving of food in people's faces yeah I love it those are the best cultures the ones that are really just revolving around feeding people
1: Mm -hmm. oh I just love I love Ethiopian food
0: yeah um and you just recently had a little baby yeah his name is Adam okay do you want to hear like I think I actually dm'd you this when you when you announced that you named him Adam when my mom was pregnant with me, she went to go get an ultrasound. And this is obviously in the 80s. Well, I was born in 89. Oh, I remember like, the story. <laughs> yeah. And she the doctor told her it was going to be a boy and they they named me Adam and then I was born Aww. and I was a girl. <laughs> And so my brother, he's an only boy. He would literally just call me Adam. Like he was in (laughs) denial. Like he would just refer to me as Adam. And like, eventually my mom was like, yo, stop calling her Adam. Her name is Noor. You're confusing her. Don't call her Adam. And I, like anytime I meet anyone with the name Adam, I feel like a connection. So I feel a connection to your baby.
1: Oh, this is such a beautiful story. <laughs>
0: it's kind of weird, <laughs>
1: but very beautiful.
0: Super weird, super creepy. But like, yeah, I love the name Adam. I think it's a great name. It's kind Aww. of my name. So I'm a narcissist. So I'm like, love that for your baby.
1: <laughs> I love and it. The- I mean,
0: Sorry. No, no, I was going to say, he just has, like, the chunkiest little cheeks ever, and I want to eat his face, so.
1: Oh, he's, like, super squishy. He's at that point where, like, he can't get away from you, so you can squish him and, like, kiss him and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, shake him, and then he just kind of sits there and smiles. <laughs> it's amazing. It's
0: amazing. I just want to just, you said, he can't get away from you. <laughs> yeah, he can't.
1: So he's starting to, like, slowly, like, turn over, which is, like, the first stages of crawling, and I'm kind of just, mm-hmm. like, yay, but, like, no, because then you can escape yeah. me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we don't want that. We don't want no. That. No. <laughs> he's is he <laughs> six months? Totally healthy. Yeah, he just turned six months on the twenty oh. eighth of October.
0: Little Nugget, he's honestly so adorable. And like, yeah, I is. just I know what you mean, though. I mean, I don't have any children, but I do know that when babies are that age, that is unfortunately the cutest that they ever problem. Because you're like they they're so cuddly
2: mm-hmm. and,
0: and like small, and like you can yeah, just like there. Yeah, and like again, they're not running away from you.
1: Like, and they're not obnoxious, like like talking, and you're like, no, like saying have the no same opinion. word like a million times over and over again. They just don't say anything. It's amazing.
0: Uh, don't you love when people don't talk? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Me and you on a podcast talking about we hate when people talk. So <laughs> only only we can talk. Everyone else just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Especially if you're a baby, please. No one cares about what, what? you have to say. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> But um, uh-huh. how is like transitioning into motherhood been for you? I feel like it's different for everyone, but what's how's it been?
1: Um, I mean, like, you know what? It's not as like crazy as people like draw it out to be. I feel like when I was pregnant, everyone's gonna be like, oh, your life is gonna change. It's gonna be insane. Yeah. I mean, it is insane. My life has completely changed, but it's not like miserable in any way. I feel like this is like really deep, but I mean, when you are. Ugh, it's different. You know, when I speak to people that had kids and mm-hmm. they're just so exhausted and they're tired and they're just unhappy about like their lifestyle and they're just, they're constantly like baby, baby, baby. It's mm-hmm. different. And then I meet some people that are so excited and celebrate every poop and pee and every yeah. vomit. And, and I feel like I, I thought I would be the first one of me being like exhausted because I'm such a selfish person that like just the thought of me not being able to sleep throughout the night, like before I was comforting to hear,
0: by the way, because I'm a selfish person. Okay.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so selfish. I, I mean, yeah. like, just when I was pregnant, I was like, I mean, you mean I have to get up at night, like, four times? How am I going to do mm-hmm. that? That's impossible. Like, I need my 12 hours of sleep. What are you talking about? How am oh, I going to no. be a good mom? <laughs> <laughs> now I have just to care super for another other yeah. human being. Yeah. I'm just like, I, every, all the other moms, like, all the other pregnant women are like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And I'm like, I'm really excited, but I'm really scared that I'm going to mess this up because i'm so selfish i hope i wake up at night i hope i don't like sleep through his cries but then you birth this baby and all of a sudden i think it's like adrenaline and hormones and like this weird connection like you just kind of gravitate towards your child and everything they do everything that you never saw yourself doing before like when they when they pooped and like pooped all the way up to their hair like all the way through their back and like freaking out now you're kind of just like oh let me go. Like, this is so cute. Look, another blowout. Ha
0: ha
1: ha. Like, <laughs> legit. Like, I'm completely different. And it's, it's not who I thought I would be. And I thought I would be the type to mope and complain and to be like, wow, this is so hard. But it is very difficult. <clears throat> but yeah. I feel like it's also very beautiful. And it's completely changed me. Like, I feel like I have a purpose now. Not that I didn't feel like I had a purpose before, but now it's like very clear like it's Adam. Do
0: you know what I mean? That literally, first of all, just gave me chills that like made you feel like you had a purpose. Like, and I, I, I mean, I don't know exactly, but I, I can understand the, you birthed a human, you mm-hmm. now are responsible for how this human turns out. And like, that's a purpose. Like, let me yeah. make sure this child feels loved and is a good person. And like, mm-hmm. it's a lot, but it's, it's so nice to hear. I'm not even joking that, like, because any time I've ever even thought about like being a mom, I, I would like to have a baby. But like, the thought of waking up throughout the night, I'm like, I if there was a fire, I might just be like, it's fine. Like, yeah. I, I'm, that I'm gonna asleep. If God loves me, He'll protect me, and I'm just, gonna
1: I was <laughs> to the stay exact here. Same. I could not picture myself <clears throat> dedicating my entire day to another yeah. person. Like, not, like I'm not, I am I wasn't really, like, a narcissist, but I was because I just, like, wanted to eat. I wanted to sleep. I just wanted to do my makeup for two hours and just, yeah. like, relax and do my own thing. Go to work. Come home. <clears throat> not talk to anybody. But it's just so different. <laughs> it's just so different. Here Literally here.
0: everything that you're saying, oh. I'm like, this is my life. All I want to do is eat, sleep, do my makeup for two oh, hours, I'm not like, talk like, to completely
1: anybody. Change. Inshallah. Like, it will completely change. If you were like, like me, you yeah. would just be like, who am I? Like, every poo, every pee, every vomit. I'm like, oh, come here, come here. He's so cute. And, like, changing him at all hours and, of the night. And that's why I
0: think it's actually really important that babies are cute. Because imagine if it <laughs> wasn't cute and you had to do all those things. Like, you would be like fuck you, are not even cute. What are you bringing to the table? Like I'm basically your servant and you aren't even cute. Like that's why babies are cute. It's so that people don't want to murder them when they have to wipe shit off of them.
1: Yeah. No, you know what? It's funny. I was like to Omar. I was like, Mashallah, Mashallah, is the cutest baby you've ever seen, right babe? He's yeah. like, yeah, 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 he is. I'm like, no, no, no. no. I want to hear you like say it with like confidence. <laughs> like, is it just me? Or is he like the cutest baby I have yeah, ever seen yeah. in my entire life? He's like, obviously you're going to say that. You're his mother. And I'm like, wait. And I started getting so angry. I'm like, wait, wait. Yeah, you, you what trying what to you tried say? Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to tell the rest of the world doesn't think my kid is the cutest kid in the world. And he's like, no. And I'm like, wait, really, wait, wait. I was not having it. I was like, no, no, no. I need, to, I need to understand why. Why don't you think he's cute? Look at him. And I was like, relax. What do you think he's yeah. cute? Someone may not, but it's totally normal because okay. this is your child.
0: I don't think anyone would not think he's cute. That's just ridiculous. Tell him he's ridiculous. his point was like every
1: mother thinks their child's cute, no matter how cute or uncute they are.
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you something that's not true. I know people have kids who don't no think that their kids are cute. Yes, no way. I literally know people who are like, yeah, she's getting cuter. Like, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> mm. It's getting, things are getting better. Like, they're looking promising. Like, a lot of people don't think that their baby is the cutest baby in the world, but most people, I think, do think their baby is a cute. But, like, honestly, I don't remember the last time I saw a baby and didn't think he was cute. I mean, I've seen some yeah, babies that too. weren't, you know, the cutest, Kinda, but. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cute in their own way. Like, just, but yeah. still so cute. Like, still, like, oh my God, I want to squish him. Yeah. Hair.
0: Like, I mean, babies are. I don't know man I love I love babies and like it's it's really cool because I I saw my sister I've seen all my sisters have kids but my sister Reem were closest in age when she became a mom she like turned into like a whole new person like she's still herself but she's like a new person in that like everything that you're saying like I thought she was a selfish bitch and now I'm like she's so selfless like she's just constantly putting her kids first and also like she's it hasn't done that thing that you hear a lot of people talk about where it's like, Oh, once you have a kid, like your life is over. Like once you have a kid, like say goodbye to freedom. Like I don't, that isn't her experience, which is really nice. And I'm, I mean, it's not in any way saying that being a mother is not hard and that you don't have to make sacrifices and compromises and, and change your life to some degree. But I think that there's just a lot of this like negative, like your life is over when you have Mm -hmm. a kid. Like, I think that you can still, maintain a life that makes you happy and be 100%. a mom and those things can together like and that's what I've been,
1: I've been hearing I've been hearing yeah. like that those negative things like from people like I'm just gonna tell you how it is it's like this yeah. it's like that and I'm just like you know what like I if me like a person who wants to sleep 12 hours a day and does not like doing anything but things that involve me <laughs> I mean if I yeah. could completely transform and find this whole process so rewarding and like beautiful and like um like life like discover life in a new different like like in a com- completely new perspective then and like i'm i'm pretty sure it's not all that bad for you know what i mean i feel like it's just that's what you i'm saying, saying yeah
0: Exactly. And it's like this, just like a lot of like negativity and like, and I think a lot of that is like situational, like maybe Mm -hmm. they didn't want to have a baby. You know what I mean? Like maybe they were in a position and there's like a little bit of resentment there. But like, yeah, I mean, I think that for the most part, most of the people around me who have had children kind of for the most part we're like oh we're ready to have a kid now you know what I mean yeah uh, yeah and so I think that's maybe why the experience is a little bit different but the one thing my sister does tell me is when you have a baby don't expect to go to the movie theater anytime soon oh, so yeah. my friend is pregnant right now and I told her I was like go to the movie theater as much as you possibly can she's like that's that's your advice to me <laughs> <clears throat> no it's
1: completely true I had a membership like those yearly membership where you pay oh, like yeah
0: 150
1: pounds and you can go whenever yeah. you want as many times I haven't used it since I like given birth actually maybe once, but I left Adam with my mother-in-law and that's yeah. how I went, but
0: that's it. You, you, you don't want your baby to start crying in the movie, even though that's like a whole other thing that like, when people I bring feel their like, kids, oh. but like, okay to the movie theater, I understand, but like, I just feel like when people are like, Oh, there's a baby on the airplane fucking crying. I'm like, it's a baby. Yeah, what do you want to- it to do? Exactly. The baby can't talk. It can't express itself. <laughs> Maybe the baby has flight anxiety. Like, how is it supposed to express itself? That's why yeah. babies cry because they're trying to communicate something mm-hmm, to the you.
1: Pressure,
0: <clears throat> anything, yeah, anything could be matter. really throwing them off.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's and I was just
0: like, You were a fucking baby, and you were probably a piece of shit. So, like, yeah, I just yeah. feel like it really it really bothers me when people get annoyed about babies crying like at a restaurant and like I see people rolling their eyes I'm like so people who have children are like not allowed to eat now like they just need to like stay it like I just and I remember one of my friends she had a baby and we went to a restaurant and her baby cried and every time her baby cried she would go outside and I was like like you don't have to go don't try to like please people
1: around you yeah no
0: dude like if you're the type of person who doesn't like when a baby cries and like you're a monster like
1: yeah I mean like it's common sense if there was an yeah. off switch to be like okay hey, cry later when we get home and if you could program yeah. your kid, I'm sure people would use it
0: like yeah ba- baby can you cry at a more convenient time please <laughs> like can we schedule like this crying business for like you know no, I like, really feel for
1: that no I really really feel for few people-, people that like have babies that um to have a hard time in public or when they go mm-hmm. traveling and i know like my sister is kid summer she is the most adorable mushroom, right. beautiful child but she's super hyper like she like she's like crawling on the walls like jumping mm-hmm. around and everything and she's freaked out about traveling and she's like no no she hasn't seen me since adam was born but she's coming in january and she's super freaked out about bringing summer because it's like a plane, it's in yeah. new york and it's like a good six hour flight and i'm just like I mean don't freak out it's completely normal but who cares if other people get you know annoyed at Summer that's just how she is and that's how she expresses herself and she's like a super excited kid I mean what are you freaking out about her are you freaking out about like the commotion that will come with her coming do you know what I mean exactly
0: exactly and I just think that I I'll never kind of really understand this concept of like Oh, like, oh, there's a baby on the plane. Like, oh, like, kill me now. I'm like, what, what, are babies not allowed to go places? Like, I don't understand. Like, I just, and I'm like, there are also way worse things that you can experience on airplanes and babies. Yeah. I don't mind a baby crying at all. Even if yeah. the baby is sitting right next to me crying, I don't care. You know yeah. what? I don't like people who smell okay Uh-oh. people who smell disgusting yeah or people who fart and think that I don't notice I notice yeah. everyone notices
1: yeah oh my god and- I had the worst experience with someone like my basic basically his chair was reclined and my head was forward and I was sleeping yeah. on like the the, the the tray like I had my yeah. arms on there and the guy sneezed but I felt the mist and I was oh, no. so traumatized oh, I'm, like, that's a disgusting. Bit, like a little bit and I was I could not move I could not touch my face I didn't know what to do with my hands I, the whole trip and it was to Italy I remember I was like freaking out
0: oh my god that honest that's just I would that I would freak out I'd be like yeah. oh god, did you seriously just fucking sneeze on me I'll slap yeah. you your face right now like <laughs> why why how does that happen I'm sorry yeah. like aim your sneeze better sir I know I know I was so upset about that yeah, I mean, I but would there was this
1: one kid that. that was crying, and I don't think I've ever gotten annoyed, but this is the one time I got annoyed because it wasn't her crying; it was the tone of her, <laughs> her <crying. laughs> to was So monotone. They had yeah, no yeah, charisma. Yeah, yeah. They had no nothing. It was like, uh, yeah, uh, no, we need and that energy. That, that was <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, there was no fluctuation. Like yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. It, was, it yeah. was for so long, and my it was just like a ringing of one tone. That's what drove me crazy. It wasn't her fake crying. Ass it was baby.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> You're a fake-ass baby. That's what I would have been like. Yo, listen, you fake-ass baby. Get a real cry. None of this fake, monotonous, wah. Like, no. Like, put a little energy into it. You know? Maybe, like, sob a little bit. <laughs> Switch it up a little. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, like, scream. A little scream. I, I'm not going to lie, though. When certain babies cry, when my nephew Dean, when he used to cry, it was the most pathetic thing ever. And, like... <laughs> I like i'm adam so has a pathetic cry too <laughs> yeah it's just like a very pathetic cry like like okay like i see that you're trying but like yeah. but it was like very like like it was just like ah like it's just so like he sounded like a little bird dying oh, like adam that has, it was adam so- has one it's yeah. so
1: bad it's like it's, it's like uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and it i'm is- like
0: huh <laughs> But it's kind of adorable, and I'm just like, I really like when he would cry. Sometimes I would just stare at him and laugh, and my sister's like, "What? What the fuck? Why are you just staring at my cry? Pick him up!" And I'm like, "Oh, I was just enjoying the yeah, cute little pathetic a, cry. <laughs> at least it like
1: fluctuates and it like surprises you, like here and then, like it's just, like a little bit of ooh and a little bit of ahs, It's just like, ooh, okay. It's kind of like a song. Oh,
0: oh my god, I need Maybe to get the I exactly no. recordings. Of your baby crying.
1: <laughs> I will. I'm sending you some. It's actually really pathetic and cute. I love it.
0: I, I've been looking for a theme song for my podcast. So maybe I will <laughs> <laughs> Adam crying. Well, well like, you've, you've been in with Adam so much that I think it
1: would suit your, your podcast perfectly.
0: I, I, I'm I telling you, I feel a connection to this baby. Like he is so oh. just, I want to, I I. He reminds me a little bit of my nephew, like, and I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of why I like him. That's an additional, but like, I mean, he, his name is Adam. So there's that, but I, I, I do. So the last time I was in London, we were supposed to meet up, but you were pregnant Mm -hmm. and you were like, like, I don't like, I remember you told me something like you had like the flu and it was really bad. And I was like, Oh my God. God.
1: Yeah, uh, oh, I remember that time. I, it was because so, I couldn't take any medication. I was—I literally thought yeah. it was the worst thing I've ever gone through. And I had guests staying at my house as well, and one of them oh was God. taking care of me. There were—I had two nurses, my best friend and her man, and and they were both nurses, and they were both like taking care of me, and it was just the worst time that's to actually,
0: be. it's sure. really handy, actually.
1: It is, isn't it? I was so fortunate.
0: Yeah, if, if I have house guests and I'm sick and they're not nurses, they're I'm not—they're leaving. Like- <laughs> like i'm kicking you out like sorry those are the only house guests i would want while i'm ill yeah it was like, i want a nurse i had like hot um, water
1: bottles like just back and forth like just like like 24 hour service it was the best feeling ever
0: wow but then i was super Watch pregnant
1: that. and i couldn't even move and I, I felt like i couldn't take anything like when you're pregnant and you get sick it's the worst thing because you can't take nothing
0: yep yep and like if you have a headache you can't just be like popping pills left and right you know yeah. what i mean like like you can't be, you know, drinking coffee left and right if you need a little pick me up. You know what I mm, mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that you would like can't like, and also like you can't eat deli meat or some shit like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and like you, you have eat, to like, eat like, like
1: fish and like or like soft beef. cheese. No brie for you. You know, no, like <laughs> or, or very little selfish. I think selfish. Yeah, or. there's like
0: a lot of they um, selfish. <laughs> i feel attacked i feel attacked Sorry. no selfishness nor so that'll be a problem for you um so just giving you a heads up don't be selfish uh, but so when did you move to
1: the uk so i moved about three and a half years ago um i got married uh two years before that to amir okay and then I was finishing my nursing degree. And then when I finished my nursing degree, I traveled. I, I used to visit him like once a year because I was so, uh, we were so broke and I was in uni and I was just trying to finish it off. So yeah, sorry. Let me just backtrack. Basically, I met Omer online. Rewind. Yeah, rewind.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Tell us, how did you meet your husband? Oh my God, I love the story.
1: Oh my God, it's, it's, it's so funny. It's like not as romantic for me, but everybody else thinks it's super romantic. <laughs> um, That's all that matters. <laughs> it's like okay, okay that's what you think um no basically yeah. it was like twitter and we met off of the game, game of thrones the first season when it was trending um i was me me and a, only like a couple friends were one of the few people that watched it but anyways yeah. i wanted to, to get all my answers because i didn't know what the hell was going on until like season seven
0: but uh, <laughs> hey, i literally um, didn't know anyone's name until season seven basically <laughs> i still don't know many people's names <laughs> yeah i'm like the guy with the beard and the hat i don't know <laughs>
1: But yeah, it was trending and I clicked the hashtag and there was a few people that tweeted and it was like worldwide trending. So the tweets are generating like per second. Um, And I clicked the hashtag and then his tweet was like the third one down or something like that. So I followed a few people that watched it and I was like, I pretty much was never on Twitter. Like I just followed the people that it referred me to follow, like recommended, which was like Taylor Swift. Tom Cruise. Like the most <laughs> random people. And I wasn't even okay. following my friends. Like it was that raw it was, it was Taylor Swift, you know. Tom Cruise. I mean, like what? Um, so yeah, I followed him apparently. I didn't remember following him, but his tweets had come up on my timeline, him and a few other people, and then I sent him a message and I was like, hey, I'm a total stranger. Um, I didn't even know if he was a dude because his name was Oreo Hustler and he was still an egg. so it was like strictly like i'm not hitting on you yeah like i'm totally not hitting on you i just want some a few questions about game of thrones and he's like oh yeah okay yeah me too i just started watching it and he answered them and then i came back i think a couple weeks later and i was like hey it's me again (laughs) haha so quick question and then he answered that and then we found out that we were both Muslim, and he he was like, what do you mean you don't live in London? I was like, what do you mean you don't live in Toronto? And Yay, then we realized, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Because it was yeah. worldwide trending, and it was, uh, and if I clicked it like a second later, his tweet wouldn't have shown up. So we just that's started, crazy. like, talking, and then we stopped when the season was over, because that's sort of weird. And then the season started up again, and we just felt like we were friends. We so were like, hey, King of Thrones, buddy, what's going on? And then we just didn't stop talking since the second season, so...
0: That's crazy. So you yeah. met during season one of Game of Thrones on mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah. And then you didn't talk in between season one and season two.
1: No. We <laughs> season two up.
0: comes around. And then that's when it just like clicked. And yeah. at that point you kind of knew, oh, you live here. I live here. Oh, you're Muslim. Oh my God. I'm Muslim too. Well, like, we
1: knew from season one, but I mean, we didn't continue okay. talking because it was like okay great well thanks so much you know it wasn't like um like friendship friendship but by the second season we picked up we were like hey and it just made things a lot more like exciting because it was more of like a tradition now to speak to each other
2: and then
1: yeah we talked throughout that season and it didn't stop and then Ramadan came and then we still talked but like that's when we we didn't like obviously we didn't flirt before but we sort of did like it was uh, clearly I liked him if I would answer all his uh, messages and he liked me And then to Twitter, his account froze. For some reason, it froze. He wasn't on for like two weeks while the show was going on. And I was kind of like, hello. Uh, He came back and he's like, hey, sorry, my Twitter was down. But just so it doesn't happen again, let me get your WhatsApp number. And I was like, okay. And then (laughs) it's like, isn't it? Um, He took my number down and we were talking on WhatsApp for a bit. And then um, Ramadan came. We stopped talking. But I realized it was a little hard (laughs) to not talk to him. Um, Aww. and then then I realized, oh my god, I really really like this dude. And then right after Ramadan was my birthday, maybe like a couple months later. Um, and then when he started talking to me again, he flew in for my birthday and surprised me. And that's when I realized he didn't catfish me on the height because you know guys like to lie on on online. They say they're like five eleven when they're really five yeah. two. So he showed up and I was like, oh, you are five eleven. Okay, I could I could work work with that. Like that's fine. Yeah, I was willing to accept him even if he was like 5'8". You, general, just,
0: you well, liked him so much.
1: Yeah, I really liked him. Um, and he It wasn't weird when we met in person. I brought all my friends. He called me. He was like, hey, what are you doing for your birthday? And I'm like, oh, uh, we decided to just order pizza and hang out. And he was like, oh, no. And I'm like, why? He's like, well, I'm here. And I'm like, huh? What do you mean you're here? <laughs> He's like, I flew in for your birthday. Surprise! That's so and then scary. I was just like, what? I was with two friends. One of them, yeah. left Lass- She's like a total skeptical like don't trust men men are trash um she was like that oh was my man. god call the, call the cops on him what a creep who does that another one was like a like a like misky who's like super romantic and she's into like love stories she was like run to him so I brought my <laughs> whole friends like like all seven of them and we met up with him <laughs> just to make sure he wasn't dodgy because you yeah, always yeah, to- I mean.
0: Yeah, you definitely don't want to meet someone for the first time that you met not online yourself. alone. You will Yeah, get
1: that's really weird. Yeah, exactly. Kidnapped, murdered, and stuff. It's not, you just yeah. bring, bring as many people your mom, your aunts, your gardeners, your gardeners' family. Bring everybody yeah. as much as you yeah, can. Bring,
0: bring them up with them. Gardeners' family is important. Yeah, very important. Don't yeah. bother going if you don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> don't even meet the person. Um, but so he just like flew, like, how yeah. old were you guys at this time?
1: I think I was 20 and he was oh 24 God. and it's crazy because he liked his family and he said, of course, oh, I'm going for a wedding to the USA. And they were like, why would you go all the way to the USA? Whose wedding is this? He's like my mates. He's getting married to me. And they were like, where are you going? He's like LA. And they're like, what airport? He's like JFK. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I also just love how British that sentence was. I'm going to go see hey. my mates. Like, <laughs> like just i don't know from uni like i don't know it's just that was the most british sentence i ever heard of,
1: he's the worst liar but then they were like amongst themselves like oh he's gonna go see that girl he's been talking to every night for like the past like eight months he's yeah. gonna go see that girl i know he is the one he really likes and then they thought oh. he was on drugs and of course yeah, yeah yeah. Out. they were like, like armor what are you doing he was like oh, i'm going for a wedding chill chill um he came to see me and then he didn't get arrested so they were really relieved yeah, because like are. I don't do this. I never do this. I don't know what I was thinking, but it just felt right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of glad you did because, uh,
0: you know, I'll marry you. You seem all right. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, I feel like if someone travels across the Atlantic Ocean, I don't. Is that how you get to Canada? I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think so. It's I'm like right on top of. North America, I'm not sure. A body of water, yeah. We're we're clearly not geographically like very, you know, qualified. Anyway, he traveled across a Abad- bot to see you. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, like even me, I would be like, Oh my god, and I'm an asshole and I, I most things I'm just like, get out of here, I hate you. But like that's like a very grand gesture.
1: And very grand. And I mean like he doesn't have his own jet or anything like that. So for him to be able to like save up and fly over and to see the girl like he obviously really really likes me and we yeah. obviously have a connection and what could have made or break break broken the relationship like the online relationship would be like if I met him and it just wasn't the same vibe yeah but I was like I did like him and I'm like okay you know he seems he seems really nice the next day we had an actual birthday dinner with my sisters and he came down and met my sisters. And they were okay. like, who's this for I was like, you know, obviously, I've never introduced them to any dude. So they were like, okay, yeah. this guy must be serious. Um, and then he, uh, before he left, he was like, yeah, I'm going to marry you. I'm going to come back and ask for your hand. And-
0: Super cash.
1: Super <laughs> cash. Year, by the
0: way, I'm going to marry you. So in case you're wondering. Like-
1: <clears throat> and I was like, ah, uh, laughed it off thought about it he's like no really think about it i'm serious we've been talking for a long time now and i think it's like you know i think you're the right person or whatever thought about it then he came back and asked for my hand and i'm the fourth child so there's five of us and at that point my your parents kind of just want to get rid of you
0: so Um, i like my dad is literally yeah constantly trying to get rid of
1: me it's yeah the highest bidder like chocolate bar sold like (laughs) yeah yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I would trade myself for a chocolate bar, honestly. Yeah, I would. So. I have
1: zero am <laughs> Um, so my, my dad, I was like, okay, Ami, you know what? This is part two of how we met. I haven't actually did a video on this, but this is the first time I've ever talked about it. Ooh, it's- juicy
0: freaking Arab American psycho. Uh- <laughs> first look yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah. so basically when he came to ask for my hand I was like listen my dad's so strict like he's like a really strict Ethiopian father you're really gonna have to impress him because obviously you're not Ethiopian that's a lie my parents are totally fine my sister married a guy and (laughs) a dude I'm like you're not Ethiopian so you really gotta impress him and stuff like that and he was like ooh okay I'm I'm really nervous he came by himself and that's one of the things that he like regrets the most because he wished he brought his mom but he yeah. told his mom would like sort of mess it up for him. <laughs> mom, you can't come. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But he, I guess he didn't tell her that he was. He told her he was gonna do it, but he didn't tell her how serious it was, and he regrets okay. not his mom so bad. Um, anyway, so he came by himself. He brought flowers, and I'm like, yeah, my parents are so hard to please. My dad completely um, obliter- obliterated the image I made of him, and then he agreed. He was just kind of like, hey, so what's your deal? And my brother-in-law was sort of trying to sell me like, um it sounds so like if you don't if you're not listening this
0: sounds so like <laughs> I know I know I know but like I feel like the people who listen already have a general idea and also realize that Muslim people we just do things in weird hilarious ways yeah, so hilarious just go with it, it. it's fine
1: when yeah. you yeah. tell me I mean like he means like oh she's so great like what can you offer like what, yeah, what kind of like, what are, are, you are you bringing to her? the
0: table exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. um you know she's she, you know she's not someone to just like you if we want to trust you with our she's like a sister to me and we're gonna trust you with her so like how are you going going to make her proud and be the ideal husband and the best partner and lover and support her and whatever, you know, the the use.
0: And like, that's the thing about like when Muslim people get married, I feel like there is this misconception that like, you know, obviously we joke about it, but like, it really is kind of grilling the dude to be like, yo, are you, do you deserve this girl? It's not (laughs) like, you know, like it's always like the dad is always just like, who the fuck are you to come take my daughter but then sometimes they're also just like yo you want to take this go (laughs) marry her please 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 for the love of god take her away very far away away. but i mean obviously
1: there's always one person in the family that's sort of like okay so why are you good enough for monalti or why are you good enough for our sister or brother or whatever um and which is like you appreciate because you're just like you know they they know not to mess around they have to prove to you in front of an entire group of people that they just met. And it's an extremely intimidating for the dude. So it also sh- kind of sets the bar for our marriage. Like, you can't mess around because that day you knew, you know what I mean, who you spoke to. You knew and- what you
0: were getting into. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, and then he answered it super nervously. But he's like, okay, in 10 years, is what I want to do for her. so how I want to support her and make her proud and be wow. the best. Whatever, a whatever, blah, blah, blah. Ten-year plan? Amazing.
0: Yeah, like five-year,
1: ten-year plan. Like, he grilled him so hard. Uh, and I was kind of like, Good, yeah, hmm. I would have been happy with a chocolate bar, and my dad <laughs> was sort of like, "Okay, great, you sound great, uh, Manal. You good with him? You like him?" And I was like, "No, Baba, no. This is not what we. This is not what we rehearsed. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you like, Dad, what, what, what's happening? I met this guy online. You got to show him that, like, you know, like I'm worth a million camels. What are you What are you talking about? He's like, "You like this guy, like guy Manal?" And I'm like, "Yeah, Baba, but what What are you going to ask him? He's like, Amir, you seem like a solid dude." <laughs>
0: Do what makes you both happy. You want to get married? Get married. I'm like, no, Papa, no. like the say in your dad's defense because i've seen my dad pull some shit like this before and i genuinely <laughs> do think it's because like sometimes dads just like have this like good feeling about this yeah. person like you put them at ease and your dad is like you know what my gut is telling me you're a good guy so let's make this happen exactly, and i yeah. feel like when they do the over grilling it's because maybe they don't feel as comfortable with that person's for lack of a better word energy mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the vibe isn't right i mean yeah, your exactly. dad would never say that my dad would never say that. If they did, it would be very funny if they said the vibe isn't right. But yeah. I think that's what <laughs> i Can
1: you imagine I mean- that in an Ethiopian accent?
0: Yeah, like the vibe. It's is not right.
1: It's not right.
0: <laughs> so no, he was right. not <laughs> Yeah, my yeah, dad was right. vibing.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean it worked out in the end and like um and that's when we agreed, okay, so I need to finish my school but from now till summer, which was about six months, we could get our Nakah done, do a little party, and then I'll stay here for two years, finish my uni, and then move to London and and that two years gave me such a good like sense of acknowledgement with what I'm actually doing with my life? I'm actually leaving everything and starting a new yeah. complete life in London. If I didn't have those two years, I would not be confident in moving. It probably hit me, and I'd probably be like, "Whoa, what the heck did I just do?" You know what I mean? I had two years to kind of ground myself, mentally
0: prepare, yeah. mentally prepare. Yeah, exactly. No, and I think was that
1: we're nice recording.
0: I think it's so interesting, like, like because I, I feel like you you do seem like very like at ease living in London, like very comfortable, and I think that. <clears throat> it's important that you had that time to kind of, it wasn't just like this sudden, like, okay, like I'm moving to London in like six months. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. It's very important yeah. to have that, um, to just mentally prepare. I feel like that can really reduce the shock factor. I mean, you still get hit with the shock factor. This is what happens. You move, you're so excited. Yeah. It just feels like an extra long vacation. Six months in you're like, holy, I miss my family so much. What do you mean? There's mm-hmm. no the open food, like, access of my fridge Uh, this is not like i'm ready to go home now what do you mean this is home like that's how that's usually the cycle and then by the year by the end of the year you then kind of sort out your own routine you feel better about it but it's kind of like it has its high and then it has its low but the two-year gap really softens the blow really really does
0: so you would highly recommend if you're going to move to a different country maybe give yourself two years to mentally prepare for it
1: (laughs) (laughs) just mentally prepare like definitely mentally prepare yeah for sure
0: like do you feel like living in london is like drastically different though because i mean i've visited before and obviously it's different than america i would say but like i feel like canada has like some british vibes you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it does
1: it does i think it does i think it's very similar because i lived in the city toronto and i moved to london Which is very similar. It's a city. The only differences were the minor differences of it obviously being a completely different place part of the world. Like it was history rich. It was a lot older. The piping yeah. was rubbish. They said rubbish instead of trash. Yeah. Like certain yeah, yeah, things were different to me, but it was still a fast paced city life. Yeah. Um, and I mean the food was different to me, friends obviously, my parents weren't here, my no I had no family in England
0: which that's so rough like, yeah uh, as someone who's like really close to my family and I know you're close with your family like you rely on them so much and I mean yeah it's great to text or FaceTime but like something not there's same. nothing quite like just showing up at someone's house and being like I'm here now hang out mm-hmm. with me you know
1: yeah for sure for sure that's probably the, the biggest thing that I've missed
0: and like just yeah yeah. That was
1: the, and I still miss it. That's one of the biggest things that I feel like I'm always missing out on things, birthday parties, family gatherings, but you do start your own life. You kind of build your own roots and you make it your own life and you grow a family, you get pets, you get, you have, you get pregnant, you have a kid, you, you know what I mean? Like you move houses, things like that. It's just part of life and it makes you who you are. And I'm just re- like, I'm, I'm happy that I did it. I'm very, very happy that I did it because now I can't imagine myself moving back to Toronto and trying to do what I used to do do you know what I mean
0: I know I agree and I also think that like and I'm not just like saying this I I love London like I would move there like it seems like the type of place that I'm like yeah I could live here and like you know when you go on vacation somewhere you're always like oh I never want to leave but like you know in the back of your head you're like no I actually I really do mm-hmm. want to leave like I want to. but like London is the type of place I'm like no like I could live here because it's very it's to me I would describe it as like New York but cleaner <laughs> With way more history mm-hmm. and also like a little bit more like a refined version mm-hmm. of New York. I yeah, New York I, is
1: more abrasive.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just feel like. There's something about London and like it's such a diverse place too, which I really love. Like I love going into a store and seeing another hijabi. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, or like seeing diverse. like a sick guy with like a turban or something. I just, I love that it's everywhere, no matter where you go. You don't have to be in like a certain area. Like it just seems like everywhere is extremely diverse. It's not mm-hmm. just like a small little part, portion of it, you know? Yeah, I um, a
1: thousand percent agree. And I come from Toronto, which is – like so so incredibly diverse so I had an amazing time kind of molding into this environment because it's very similar to Toronto to be honest
0: I mean yeah I feel like cities like they always kind of have that like same kind of like hustle and bustle but you mentioned you're like you 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 know you you move you build a home you just built you just got a new home which by the congratulations that's oh, very you. super exciting I have been watching the progress and I have to say that green tile you I like it? that green it's beautiful okay like you you guys if you you're not following along with like her home renovate, it's honestly I love interior decor home shit like it's like crack to me like I love it and like watching you I'm just like oh my god that's so nice oh my god that's Aww. so nice like, I just, I love all the tiles and, like, the little hardware and, like, the, the little black faucet. I saw that and I was like, oh, oh my yeah. God, black <laughs> faucet.
1: Oh, my God, it's so hard to maintain, by the way. Ugh.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: because the water here is so hard that you get limescale. Like, you, there's limescale day where you, once a week, you go and you de-limescale everything, all <laughs> right? It's a very, Did nice you Day. yeah it's usually on a sunday well i practice it in a few of the wives that i speak to practice it as well but i mean yeah. black with lime skill day adds another two hours to your day but it's it's fine it's worth it, it looks nice
0: <laughs> i mean it looks so like i yeah. i immediately i saw that i was like if I if i buy a house i want to do that i want to have it just it looks so chic it looks so clean mm. and like i feel like i don't see as many people with the matte black you know, mm-hmm. faucet and stuff. I feel like it's a lot of, like, gold, gold, gold. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like gold really is, it's, like, a thing, you know? But yeah. love the green. Really big fan of it. Like, mm. how has that been, like, red, like is it, like, Exciting, or is it like super stressful? Because I feel like I would like be really excited, but also be having like an anxiety attack constantly.
1: Oh, it's both. It's it's incredible. You're like yeah, feels like you're on drugs. Like because you're like I want to do this, 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 (laughs) this, and you're like ideas are just flooding in your head. And then you buy the things and you look at them in real life, and you're like, shit, what am I doing? Are these green tiles? I'm picking green metro tiles. What the heck am I doing? How is this even gonna look? And then I'm like, okay, what flooring? It has to be the perfect flooring to balance it out. You get excited. But things also go wrong. I mean, like, these bathrooms should have been done a month ago. But, Mm -hmm. like, they're getting done. I think every bathroom is about 90% complete. That green bathroom has, it's, like, green and gold. So, there'll be, like, um, brass um, tap, brass radiators, and, like, very English. Like, I want it to look like Harry Potter.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my God. You are, the green and gold, that is Harry Potter. You are going to have a Harry Potter bathroom.
1: I've always wanted a Harry Potter
0: bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> i never knew that i wanted a harry potter bathroom but now i think i know in my heart that i too would like yeah. a harry potter bathroom. <laughs> um i i also always interested like does your husband have input and if so do you care about his input is it being taken into consideration because i have psycho and i would never take absolutely <laughs> not
1: <laughs> he'll be like babe i think we should like that's great babe uh can you move the boxes upstairs <laughs>
0: You're like that's really cute. That's you know, really cute. Like, you no, know, because he
1: is—he's a designer. Did I tell you that he's a kitchen designer? No. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> shut
0: shut the hell up! But right he has now.
1: had absolutely negative percent involvement in any of the decisions with this.
0: Album. And it's his job. It's his, yeah, job. It's his job. Yeah.
1: I just feel um, like he's great, but <laughs> ideas. that's not great. But how do you come up with these incredible kitchens? And your idea for our home is not great. Thanks, next.
0: Like, <laughs> do you think? Do you think he's trying to hurt you? Do you think that's why he's, He just wants to hurt you. He's like, you know uh, he doesn't
1: you at all. He's kind of like, okay, babe, like you do what you want. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, honestly, that's what I would prefer for someone to just shut up and not tell me anything, yeah. unless I say, okay, listen, between these two tiles. Which one do you like better? And I'll yeah, still probably just pick the
1: show though. I'm just like, yeah, yeah.
0: I'll probably just pick the other one. Yes. Yeah. What I, oh. I mean, that's what I do with pictures when I post them on Instagram. I send them to, <laughs> I call it my focus group. And I'm like, which picture should I post? And they're like, you should post this one. I never post that one. <laughs> the other one I'm like you know what they don't have the refined eye that I do and literally like I just have this eye for things honestly you do though because your Instagram is (laughs)
1: crazy beautiful like crazy
0: honestly like I do I okay I'm gonna tell you something that I've been doing for the last like two months and I've genuinely never been happier about creating content Mm -hmm. I bought a tripod Ooh. And I take pictures of myself. If you're wondering why my both of my hands are not in any pictures anymore and there's always one hand that's goddamn missing, it's because I have a little freaking remote in my arm. (laughs) Yes. And, but you don't understand, like, I'm, I'm super crazy. I'm super type A. I know exactly how I want things to be. I don't want it to be anything different than for my. So when people take pictures of me, I'm not just like annoying. I'm like crazy. Like, I'm like, Mm. why aren't you understanding my vision? Like, how dare you? You know what I mean? And I mean, look, yeah, that's
1: what you got out of it. Look how incredible your Instagram is. If that's what it takes, then keep doing it. Yeah.
0: I, I love you so much for saying that. But, yeah, I, I just stand behind, like, Lowe's and, like, Home Depot and take pictures of myself. It's really
1: – it's Oh, fun. wow. It's fun. It looks amazing. Really- you would
0: never know if was Home Depot. <laughs> never. Oh, they're all taken behind, like, grocery stores, you know. Just, like – that's wow. a great thing about living in the suburbs. There's lots of buildings with empty lots in the back where there's yeah. no one there. You could also get murdered, yeah. potentially. Yeah, there's that. Um, but, but worth what it I for, um, my- for Instagram. I, yeah, for Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though uh, I saw somewhere that likes are disappearing. And I don't know how I feel about that. Really? I just feel like likes are a good way to gauge what people want to see. Likes are disappearing? It's not that I- likes, yeah, likes are disappearing. Like, I think it's, uh, for the US at least, by next week, likes are completely disappearing. Wow. I know. And like, I, I can definitely see why a lot of people, because I, I feel like a lot of people are really excited about it. And it's not like I'm upset about it. But I just feel like it is a good gauge on, like, what your audience is interested in. And, like, I don't always cater to what my audience wants. But it's still nice to, like, keep in mind.
1: Mm, 100%. I think it's a great gauge. I don't know. I don't know. Imagine posting a picture not knowing what type of reaction you will get out of it. Like, positive, negative. You just kind of post it. And then people feel, like, a certain way. And you don't realize you're hurting a group of people, and then mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like it's just, it's yeah. kind of, um it's yeah, it does make a little, a thing, Instagram a little more scarier to kind of post in. You know?
0: Yeah. And like, I know a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, because like, you know, the algorithm and this and that. And like everyone who's, who's ever followed an influencer has heard about the goddamn algorithm. But like, honestly, like, I just feel like I, for the people who see it, if they like it, that's what I want. I just want the yeah. people who see it to enjoy it. And also, I hope that you could still bookmark things though, because I haven't heard anything about that. But when people bookmark things, that's also a really good gauge on what mm-hmm. they like. And I'm always surprise at what people bookmark to be Mm -hmm. honest with
1: you but you know what i just realized i like photos when i see people like them i'm like oh yeah i should like it so
0: (laughs) wait i think i do that too i think i actually do that too i'm like oh yeah i think i like this too yeah
1: but who's gonna remind me if there's no likes there like how am i gonna remember to double tap because that's annoying. Wow, that really changes that's, a lot of things, you know.
0: That's what I'm saying like I just feel like I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Like I think that you shouldn't feel validated by likes and I think that's what it comes down to. Instagram is saying that like it's like psychologically fucking with people, which I don't think that Instagram is that emotionally invested in anyone's life. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it has something to do with like money. Um but mm-hmm. I don't know how or why and I don't care to investigate it, but like I do think that likes do affect people in negative ways but I also think that that's
1: but then they should really like like reevaluate their own yeah
0: that's I think it's it's more of a reflection on how they feel about themselves and I think that the likes are just bringing that to light type of Mm -hmm. thing do you know what I mean like is it frustrating when you know certain things aren't viewed by more people sure but like you know it's not the end of the world like Mm -hmm. you know life still goes on but um, I don't even know how we got on to talking about that, but uh I wanted to because our cats are married. For those who don't know, I have two mm-hmm. cats and Manal we're in laws now. We're cat in laws and she so you got Felipe. Yeah.
1: I, Which one do you what, want? <laughs> Highest bitter. Highest what chocolate bar are you really
0: talking? About? <laughs> Here's the thing. Jon Snow I feel like is betrothed to Grammy. Mm-hmm. So we we can't, you know, uh, Grammy's seen pictures of him. She already mm-hmm. knows like, you know, this is mm-hmm. gonna, you know, they're going to be in love even though they can never bear children together, which is very sad because they yeah. would be very cute. Yeah, very. Uh, cute. But you now have two cats. Are they both the same breed?
1: Yeah, and they're both boys.
0: So what's that been like cuz I've heard that like having two male cats it's like you know? It's a
1: little insane. Felipe is like very, very um, aggressive, abusive, <laughs> um, bully. He's like, he's just, yeah. he's just the biggest, rudest, but the tiniest thing. But just like, you know how so like small, small dogs have the biggest ego? And they'll like yeah. bark at pit bulls, like, get at me. And the pit bulls just look at them like, what the heck? That's pretty much my situation at home. Felipe will walk by John and just punch him in the face with his paw and then continue to walk. And John will just flinch a little, like what just happened and, and not do anything so about it.
0: So he doesn't attack him back. Cause that's important.
1: No, he just looks at him. Like, why are you doing that? Did that just happen? And Felipe is so yeah. confident. He'll do it without even looking at John. Like he'll just <laughs> slap his paw up, knock him in the face with his tiny little paw, and continue walking Aww. without his head even moving an inch towards seeing Jon's reaction or anything. He
0: doesn't give a fuck. He's just like I'll slap you. I'll keep walking. I don't give a single don't, shit. He does not give like, it. He is very small. Like and that's the thing. Like I was watching your videos on Instagram stories of the of like how he was abusing Jon Snow mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Felipe literally was acting like he was on track. Like he was actually spazzing out. Like he was like kind of like flipping a little bit. And yeah. like,
1: did you see when he touching... banged his head against the... Oh, you have to see that part. I, I,
0: I didn't see it. Because you stopped right there. You're like, you didn't fucking see it, did you? No, I did not see it. And I want to see it because I want to see what he banged his head against. He I was like trying
1: it. to like intimidate him. And he was like doing this weird salsa <laughs> dance with his feet.
0: Oh, no, wait. I did and see that. He
1: banged his head against the cupboard. He shook his head and he just continued like salsa dancing, like trying to intimidate him with his sexy dance. And I was like, what's going on here?
0: What's, I think it that was that thing... Do you ever watch Instagram stories while you're like in bed, half asleep? And like, so like you remember certain things, but then other things don't really fully click because you're sleeping. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it was one of those because I do remember the weird, like, it was like the ground was lava and he couldn't touch it for too long. And he was just like yes. moving in this yeah. weird fucking dance way. Yeah. He was doing a little, a little fight dance or, or something. Yeah, it's
1: definitely a fight dance. <laughs> <gasps> That's
0: yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. what it is yeah it was like some weird little fight dance but it was really cute because he's so small and fluffy mm. and like John's just so slap him John like, is he could biggest, just slap him
1: biggest cat I've ever seen He he can stand and touch the door handle <laughs> he's huge He's, he's, he's actually ginormous, and Felipe is the smallest ragdoll. Even his family is really small, so Aww, he's going to end not up yet. staying small, and John, his family is very big. They're a very big breed of ragdolls, and John's just going to stay big, and I don't know what's going to happen, to
0: be honest, but I'll keep
1: you posted with their relationship. I,
0: it's very juicy, and I'm very interested in cat dynamics, and... Sometimes I invite people to my house and I think they think that we're going to have fun, but really what I end up doing is just watching my <laughs> cats. And I'm like, whoa, 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 look at this, look at this. Look, look, going to come out and he's going to slap her and then she's going to slap him back and then she's going to run away. And then he's like, oh my God, oh my God. And like, I don't know that people are enjoying it, but like, I thoroughly enjoy like just yeah. observing the behavior. Cats are so fucking weird. Like, it's I just so feel like weird. Nothing they do ever makes sense. Like, so. I, ha- I had Fifi for, like, six years before I ever got a second cat. So he was, like, super, like, loner. He was so used to, like, all the attention. He was a violent cat. He's always been a violent cat. But to it's you? not his fault. He- yes. I mean, he's just – he does – it's not his fault. He was abandoned
2: <laughs> at a really
0: young age. He I literally adopted him when he was, like, two weeks old. Aww. So, like – he doesn't know how to be a cat. You know what I mean? Like okay. he just doesn't know how to act. He just is relying on his feline instincts, which sometimes involve violence. But I will say over the years, he's become less violent towards me. Cause I think he realizes that I'm his mother, which is correct. Uh,
1: so, <laughs> how many years did this take?
0: Uh, it's kind of sad but like five years. Like wow. it took a long time for him to stop viciously attacking me. Yay. But I, I, I sucked it up because that's what you do. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's what you do. When you, when you, when you take a cat in and you're like, I am now your mother, you, you put up with the violence.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so when I got Grammy, she's super sweet, super docile, not violent, like yeah. just a fucking angel. And he, just, like, is const- he like beats the shit out of her mm-hmm. like on a regular basis. And I just always feel like he's going to kill her, but he doesn't. But I think that, like, I'm starting to think that she's enjoying it. Like, it's a fun (laughs) game. (laughs) Like, so, like, he'll attack her and then she'll escape. And then, like, if he gets bored of, like, trying to find her and, like, just walks away, she'll run out and slap him.
1: Yeah, she's enjoying it. She definitely is.
0: She likes the abuse. I don't know. They have a very unhealthy relationship. Like, he abuses her. She runs away and then she'll, like, slap him. And yeah. chase me again. I don't know, man. Cats are fucking—they're—they're they're wild. But, but also, it's good that I they really to get really along, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and sometimes they'll—they'll they'll cuddle each other. Aww. I've yet to see them groom each other. Do Felipe and John groom each other? No,
1: they just started cuddling. But apparently, <laughs> I made a really big mistake by getting another boy. I should have gotten another girl.
0: I mean, I know people who have two male cats, but it is harder for them because they're territorial. But it seems like John is like pretty easygoing.
1: Yeah, John doesn't know he's a cat. He's like looking at me like, dude, what's wrong with this thing? And then Felipe is like, yeah, yeah. And then I'm just yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're just gonna have to like work things out. And he's looking at me like, but why?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's like, not act. even a cat.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. What is this
0: little I'm rat out? that you brought here? I think it's
1: because I named him Jon Snow. He it really got to his head.
0: Yeah, he's just a little emo, you know. Yeah. He's like, Who's my dad? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm in love with my aunt. What is this all about? You know, like, he's, he's confused. Sorry, those Very are a lot of Game continuous. of Thrones spoilers. But honestly, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, don't listen to my podcast. Turn it off. Go yeah. away. Like, I don't, you're not allowed here. This is a game. I literally, I took a break of recording during Ramadan and I released an episode during Ramadan just because of the Game of Thrones season finale. Just because I couldn't not How did you feel? talk about it. How did you feel about that? I, I I feel like my emotions on it changed and varied in, like, a weird way. It was like going through a breakup. It was very disturbing. So, like, mm. at first I was like, you know what? Like, whatever conclusion it was going to be, like, I wasn't going to be happy with it because it's over and I'm going to be sad. So I'm okay with this. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm I've accepted it. It's fine. And the entire last season, everyone was like, the writers are so lazy. And I'm like, well, what do you want them to do? Like, they're oh. just trying. You know what I mean? But then... As time passed, I was like, honestly, the writers did get fucking lazy. And they did not try. And I know that they were trying to put as much as they could into the last couple of episodes. But it's just like, why? I why
1: couldn't that, we just I have... I completely agree. Like,
0: like, completely... Okay, this
1: everything. I literally yeah, went through yeah. the whole thing. When people were freaking out, I was like, well, what did you what, what did you want them to do? What did you want them to write? Yeah. Really? Like, what could you come up with that was not predictable? Tell me, please. I'm listening. Exactly. And I was like the one outlier in all of the Game of Thrones fans. I would be like, you know what? This was a work of art because it was not what you expected. So shut up and yeah. go to sleep. Uh, but then I was like, you know what? I just feel like it didn't resonate with me still. Like sit yes. on my chest where I can be like, wow, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted uh, to feel that way. Yeah, I completely agree. Oh my god, I went through this exact same phases as you. Like that's incredible. Are you me?
0: Like I don't 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 know. know, I don't know. This is disturbing. But I will say, I think the thing that bothered me the most was the brand thing. I I don't want to ruin it too much if you haven't watched it, but like that—that's when I was like, no, I'm not okay with this. I don't I don't like this. Yeah. And I, I I see the I see why the writers thought like this. We've been planning this all along, but like. It's dumb. I yeah. don't like it, and he's creepy, and I don't like him. He's a fucking little creep, mm-hmm. and he just is always creeping around like a little creep. And I'm just like, I.
1: <laughs> he would have been a really I good like second best.
0: Yes, like, yes, you know yes, yes, I mean? yes, yes, yes. If Arya
1: won, and then he was like second best, that would be I, a good ending.
0: Th- I wanted it to be Arya or even Sansa because I really grew to love Sansa, even though I wanted to slap her a lot. But it was like, bitch. All she does is cry. A slap of love, like a loving slap, a, an affectionate slap I'm, across I don't like Sansa at all. <laughs> really? You, she didn't start growing on you after she mm-hmm. escaped from all that shit? Mm, I felt bad for her. Okay. And then I still feel like she was a little, like, arrogant. Oh, for 100%. 100%. But I think the thing is, is that, like, I really started to see myself in her. <laughs> oh, wow. Because <laughs> I was like, I do – am an arrogant piece of shit and <laughs> for no reason so you know I like that I like that I feel like I can connect with you now Sansa uh, yeah. but no I, I she wasn't my favorite but I did as the sh- show progress I was like you know what I don't hate I definitely hated her like with a passion uh-huh. and then after a while I was like uh, she lived kind of like a rough life i guess you know but yeah
1: but she's one to be like i had a rough life you need to bow down to me i have a rough life yeah. you need to yeah, give yeah, me that yeah. last piece of cake because i had a rough life and it's like we get it like you're yeah, yeah, yeah. that you that you know what you could have taken what you what happened to you and really transformed it into something incredibly inspiring but instead it became an arrogant
0: piece of shit so honestly this is like making me want to rewatch game of thrones which I I haven't done since the show ended. I haven't watched it. But, like, I feel like every so often in between seasons, because there's, like, always so much time in between goddamn... Like, I'll just go back and start rewatching it. And I feel like I want to re-watch it from the very beginning to the very end and see if I can see... Did the writers actually plan this out? Or did they just get lazy at the end and just be like, let's just fucking do this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm pretty because sure,
1: even if you do do that, they definitely t- crossed their T's and dotted their I's because... They 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 would definitely be pulled up on if they didn't.
0: You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. I mean, they did forget a Starbucks cup in one of the scenes. Oh no! Wait, you didn't know this? No, no. In the last season, (gasps) there is a clip where I forget where they were, but there was a Starbucks cup. No! There. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And then everyone was like, what the shit? They clearly, everyone is getting lazy, but then they went back. And if you go on HBO, they actually edited the the Starbucks cup out. It's not there anymore, but it was there. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess they were so ashamed. So they're like, no, this can't, this can't be out there in the it world. Can't, it can't. Cause it
1: just takes away the, the, the reality of it. Like it's just not real to me anymore.
0: No. I, I I literally was just like how dare you? How dare you leave a Starbucks cup? This yeah. is literally just full full on laziness. There's a million people on set, no one noticed yeah. the Starbucks cup. Um but yeah, Starbucks I will I probably loving, loving it. <laughs> like an unpaid ad worth billions. <laughs> but like I I do want to know though, like because you met your husband through Game of Thrones. When the show ended, like, did you feel like extra emotional about it? Like, we started our love with Game of Thrones. Ugh, no. And now here
1: we just had donuts (laughs) and just went on
0: with our day. (laughs) Like, go no, yeah, it wasn't sentimental at all.
1: I'm the Um, least sentimental person on this planet. On this planet, like, no, down to like anniversaries. I'm like, oh, do we have to like what? okay what do you want to do can we just get massages yeah i'm cool with that thanks five-year anniversary comes by can i just get a manny you know the expensive stuff okay thanks
0: <laughs> i know but like i genuinely think that like you when you are super <laughs> precious about every little thing like you're setting yourself up for failure because I feel like women constantly forget that men are incompetent no yeah. offense to your husband or any oh. male who's listening
1: he's like, leader. Leader. Yeah, go
0: ahead. <laughs> like they're kind of incompetent so like why do we have these ex- Like, why do we think like oh it's my anniversary like he's gonna fucking fly a plane around in the sky that says like I love you uh-huh. and then like surprise me with this bag that I never even told him that I wanted but he just Saw it and knew that I wanted it. Like those things aren't going to happen. You know, you know what it I mean, is. So
1: like, I want them to happen because I want. I want to be. I want to know that he went the extra mile. I don't care for the end result. I just want to know that he went out of his way to do those things. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I if you it. tell
0: him like I want this and he goes and buys it for you, that's great. Yeah, like he could. He's following instructions. Yeah, he does exactly. He like that's what i'm saying and he's going out of his way to go do the thing and get the thing that he probably does not want to do
1: exactly i think that that that's good enough for me
0: yeah like and literally any of my sisters for any of their birthdays i tell their husbands what to buy them and i genuinely think that what brings them joy is a having the thing but also knowing that their husband went into neiman marcus yeah and was super annoyed and didn't know where anything was exactly <laughs> and and, and right. you still got the thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A little struggle, a little embarrassment, a little this and that. But it just, it shows that they, you know, appreciate you and they went the extra mile and they made themselves uncomfortable to get you those things.
0: We just want to make men uncomfortable. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just, I just want you to feel deep discomfort and that's, that's really all. all. That's me all happy. I need. Mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need romance. I need you to be uncomfortable. Well, uh, being
1: romantic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But like no, I I I feel you on that. I feel like there are weird things that I'm sentimental about, but they're not the things that anyone would ever be sentimental about. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm aware of that. But like I'm I've never been like a I don't know, just like everything has to be like a big deal. Like, I don't know. I just yeah. feel like it's it's unrealistic. I like for
1: example, a wedding ring, right? I want a big rock, but the reason why I want a big rock is not because I want a big rock. It's because I want him to work for like six months straight and slave away, (laughs) knowing that this will all go towards one tiny piece of product that would sit on my wife's finger and I'm going to do this for her. The sacrifice of that, that's why I want a big rock. Other girls just want a big rock because it looks nice. No, 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 no. I want to know that he slaved for a year, saved up all his money. Didn't eat, did all these things. That that yep. me that you know that sacrifice, and I appreciate he it. Developed
0: an eating disorder, like things. All in the name of love. <laughs> I actually, I really appreciate that, and I also think that's a great way to manipulate people into buying you a really big diamond ring. You should use this if you're listening, and you want a big diamond ring, you should use this because i i would be sold i'd be like you know what she doesn't want it to show it off she just wants it because she wants to know that i struggled yeah. for this let me, let me
1: struggle for two years just to prove to her yeah and i'm like great
0: <laughs> so uh speaking of engagement rings um i i'm working with a brand right now on promoting an engagement ring but they want it to be promoted as like not your typical engagement ring mm-hmm. which i actually really like so creative because they're like you don't need to like wait for someone to buy it for you like you could buy it for yourself mm-hmm. like it has it doesn't have to be like like you could buy yourself a diamond ring just because you want a goddamn diamond oh, ring, you know what I mean yeah but I keep referring to it as my engagement ring and like I had to shoot pictures of it today and I'm like I'm done with my engagement shoe and I just keep saying that to <laughs> everyone like, what the fuck is wrong with you and I'm just like yeah I just took my engagement photos with my engagement ring I mean it's a diamond ring yeah. but it's I, I did pick one that doesn't look like the most like an engagement ring. I, most of them don't look like engagement rings. I'm, I'm just, not, like, always not this. I know. I know. I know. It's good. I think it's. Good. I'm going to post it on Monday. But um, I literally am just like, this is what it feels like to have a diamond ring. It feels great. Like, I highly recommend it. Like, mm. if you want to buy yourself a diamond ring, go buy, buy one. Buy it. I mean.
1: Buy whatever I mean, it makes you feel comfortable. It makes you feel happy. <laughs> and like, you know what? You appreciate all the work that you've done, especially if you've paid for it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I didn't pay for it, but (laughs) (laughs) it's also also nice. But like, also like, okay, here's the thing. So I'm wearing it on my middle finger in the pictures, but in real life, I want you to know that I'm going to wear it on my ring finger because it just looks better. Yeah, of course. But I just feel like I can't, I can't post a picture with a ring on my, that just seems like. Why? I would totally do it. I mean, I feel like it will cause, like, some, like, are you engaged to yourself? Like, what's happening? Yes. But, <laughs> I love my <laughs> like, Yes, she she is engaged to herself, actually. Um, But it it's just something about a diamond ring. It really looks good on your ring finger. It does. Like, it just looks like, it looks nice on the middle finger. It's because You're
1: it's, it's just perfectly, I'm looking at my hand right now. It's, it's perfectly between <laughs> the short <laughs> and the really tall middle finger.
0: Yes. It's like a perfect balance. Yeah, like, there's something about a really, a diamond just looks better on your ring finger that I want to now look into the history of why your ring finger is, uh, I said finger, why your <laughs> ring finger is, who made it, that's your engagement, ring. Like, who decided? Yeah. Who made that decision? Oh, well,
1: it's because there's a, there's a vein or an, an artery. No, no, arteries are big. I should know that some a There's a vein <laughs> that travels to your heart from that finger.
0: Oh! <gasps> Are you serious? Maybe it is an artery.
1: Ooh, listen. Who's I just want to clarify. I haven't been practicing nursing for three and a half years, so yeah. My, so- my information is a little fuzzy.
0: Also, veins, arteries—they're all just helping blood travel, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. But wait. So also, how? When did you you stop practicing nursing? Like three years ago? And is that when you decided to do YouTube full time, or were you doing YouTube like? still like super hardcore at the time so
1: basically i started youtube about like seven eight years ago 2012 what is that okay seven years ago eight years ago
0: i'm not good at math so let's just say seven
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i was doing it while i was in uni and while i was in my like last year of high school or was i I don't know. No, no, I was in uni. Definitely. I'm 27. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I was doing it simultaneously as I was doing nursing. I graduated nursing because I didn't know if the YouTube career will ever be a career. And plus in the back my yeah. head, I, have, I heard my parents saying, you need something like that you can actually go and work with this. You cannot. 100. Um, so I graduated while I was doing my YouTube. Um, and then once I graduated, I was kind of like, let me just do this full time and see, I mean, if I could like, feed myself with the money on with this and whatever yeah. and I could so I decided to stay do, doing it rather than um be a nurse and you know do all the really sad um stuff that I did
0: I mean and I think that it's really not like I'm genuinely like seeing you like I it's not like I'm like oh you're probably miserable being a nurse I'm sure you love being a nurse right. too but like you're just a creative person and creating makes you happy in a special way so it's it's so nice to see people be able to do that as their job. Like, I think that it's definitely something that for a long time, people did not take seriously. Mm-hmm. And I also really like that people now take it seriously and they, they acknowledge like, this is a fucking job. 100%. Like, it's, really a, it's not just like this fun thing that you do. Like it's work. It's difficult. There is a lot that goes into it behind the scenes.
1: It's so difficult. You know, the first five years, of me doing YouTube, I didn't get paid a dime other than maybe like a hundred pounds a month or something. So it was really wasn't paying any of my bills. But the amount of energy and time I was executing and creating these like videos and editing them and at one point I I didn't have a a laptop. So I'd use my uni laptop and it would crash on me because it was shit. And like I legit like would like obviously I was a student so I was very broke. But I mean I was doing it because I absolutely loved it and I mean, when I realized that I sacrificed so much of my time, my energy, my social life in creating these videos, and I wasn't getting paid for it. I mean, like, why not try to turn it into something that can bring like bring and income for me but the fact that I went five years without generating any income on it other than a couple hundred pounds or a hundred pounds that would probably be like my bus fare to school um yeah. and I still it made me feel so whole and like I felt like I was I mean growing up I wasn't really an intelligent kid like I didn't get like A's or B's I got like C's I'm not even gonna lie maybe like yeah, B minuses yeah. um And I busted my ass. It's not like I was just not trying. I just tried. I just wasn't a smart kid. And, you know, my teacher would be like, oh, maybe there's something better out there for you. Um, So when I
0: found something I was good at, like doing eyeliner, I was like, oh, shit. This is it. (laughs) Which it's very hard. Okay, listen doing eyeliner i i don't wear eyeliner regularly and i know that like the more you do it the easier it gets that's not true for me i will never be able to be good at it i straight up i listened to a full podcast today it was a 45 minute podcast just doing my eyeliner and i'm like this is why i don't wear eyeliner because this is unreasonable to spend 45 minutes and i'm it's still not perfect it's still like i i want to say wonky so bad because anytime i talk to british people i want to. yeah i love it's i'm but I don't feel like I'm allowed, but it's wonky. No,
1: go for it. Yeah. I wonky. I don't find a better word for what you're trying to explain.
0: It's wonky. It's just Thank fucking you. wonky. But yeah, I think that, yeah. Like you're an artist in what you do, like the way you do, like, yeah, people can enjoy doing their makeup, but like you, you're very creative. Like the way, like, it's just, it comes natural to you. You know what I mean? Cause you had no formal training, right? No, no. no I was just, in like, bathrooms
1: like, in high school doing people's eyeliners. I was so unhygienic. I was using the same tube on like 40 different people. And they're like, me next. I'm like, okay, girl, come here. You know, so unhygienic. It was disgusting. But you know, in high school, we didn't really realize these things.
0: No, no, no. And luckily, I mean, no one's eye fell out. No, or anything no. Like that. yeah. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, no one's eyeball. But like, I, I also really appreciate you saying like, I did this for five years and didn't really, because I feel like also people think that like, we're just you instantly you're just making fucking tons of money and that's not the case at all and like that's the thing i had a blog for a year i never made any money. i remember the first time i got actually paid a lot of money for something and i was like these people are idiots like, like you know what i mean like what a bunch of fools me like why do. are they paying me?
1: Like, are, like- this is like yeah i completely agree and then i was like hold on a second and then i heard how much other people are getting paid i'm like what the
0: fuck? no i just re- and ever since i found out how much like other people around the same like audience as me were making, I've just been yelling it into people's faces. Like you need to be charging more. Yeah. You need to be charging yeah, more. Yeah. Like, I, I just, it's, I feel like it's my job on this earth to go to other influencers and tell them you should be charging more. And then just like, leave. Yeah. like that's, just,
1: <laughs> there I, needs, Because that's, like, that's a very important role in people's lives.
0: I just feel like, if brand and 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 that's the thing like i'm not when i first started making money i did feel like a scammer but then i realized like no i'm not the scammer they're the yeah they're the scammer doing doing something for them even though in my mind i thought i was doing nothing yeah
1: it's true it's so so true and also like the amount of time and effort you execute at doing these things is that the word because i keep throwing around like that's the right word is that the right word
0: Execute, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah to execute it, it's like, it, it. Dude, like I, I probably permanently damaged my eye today trying to take pictures with the perfect sunlight on me. Like, you know what I'm it is?
1: You don't it. realize it's working because you absolutely love doing it. But you're, you're spending eight, nine hours slaving away, editing YouTube videos, filming it while having like babies crying in the background. And you genuinely don't feel like you should be getting paid for it. It's because you love doing it. And that's not valid because you should still be paid doing something that you love doing. People should all be doing things that they love doing and getting paid for it. Do you know what I
0: mean? And, and it takes everything in me when a brand like contacts me and asks me to do something like for free, but they do this new thing where they say "in kind," which makes me want to slap them in the mouth. <laughs> but like, I'm just like that's just a nice way of saying do this for free. But like, I just really want to say like do you do you do your job for free? Like, why would you yeah me to do my job for free? Because. To my knowledge, in modern society, no one works for free. How do you pay your bills? Like, how do I pay
1: this phone bill that you're speaking to me on? Like, how how does this work? I mean, and they just have nothing to say. It's like, it's my bread and butter, and that's how I pay for my rent or whatever it is. And how do you expect me to live for free if you, you know what I mean? Especially if they're getting away with paying so much less than they would if they were to put like a, a random billboard up or something. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, my, how, that's what I'm saying. Like putting billboards, having advertisements in magazines, that shit is so expensive and they have the budget. So like I used to feel really bad when I would send over my rates because I'm like, oh, I just feel like they're too high, even though I knew that they weren't. Mm-hmm. And like now I'm at the point where I do this dick thing where I ask for way more than I think I get and they'll they'll still say okay to it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's just a kind of like It's all in your head. It's all in your head. If you think it's too much, it's not.
1: It's not. It's not. Because they're paying the next girl like four times more than you. And it's just because you didn't ask for it.
0: Yeah. And I do, I'm not going to lie. So I'm, I really, the only YouTubers I enjoy watching primarily are British YouTubers. And anytime I see you in someone's video, it fills me with such Aww. deep joy. Aww. Like I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, We now, now know Samantha Maria, oh my god! Like, and I'm I'm like literally just excited for you. I'm just like, oh my god, this is so cool. But like, it's also really nice because I feel like in the UK, like you are involved, like you're a part, like you're a part of these bigger campaigns and doing. And I, it just makes me so happy. And I, I also feel like it's. I never feel. I mean, obviously I can't speak on your behalf, but it never feels like, oh, this is a token Muslim girl. It genuinely feels like this is the right fit for our brand and that's why she's a part of this campaign. Like it feels very authentic to me and like it feels really nice to see brands like appreciating you for the creative you are and not just oh she wears a hijab on her it's,
1: you, so you know what it is it. It, it, there's a lot of like um behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see that like when I feel like I'm a token girl in a lot of the situations I turn them down that's why yeah. I you don't really see me as a token hijabi because if it feel like it's yeah. not best representing me or the people that I follow or the people that follow me and you know that relate with me and somehow then it's not it's just not right for me and uh, there's a lot yeah. of things that we've turned down and you know, no amount of money can really take that integrity away from you because that's what makes you you and I know that when someone yeah. sees me doing an advertisement they know yeah Chinese too would totally use that like I would you know what I mean that's a brand that she's been yeah. using for years I'm actually celebrating the fact that they finally acknowledged her and they're featuring her on this or they've added her on this collaboration yeah. do you know what I mean like something random obviously I turned down because it just doesn't suit me and my brand and obviously our followers know like our followers know when we're doing something that's just not organic It just it just sticks out like a sore thumb i see it when it sticks out on other people's uh page as well so i can definitely flag that up but um no i really appreciate it by the way sammy maria is one of the most incredibly sweet amazing people like like she's she's incredible like
0: i i believe it i've she's like the first youtuber i think i ever started so i've literally seen her like grow as like a human like it's so it's so creepy how the internet works like I've seen her go through for relationships and then I saw her meet her husband who was her boyfriend Mm -hmm. and then I saw them get married and now then she had a baby Mm -hmm. and then I'm like like it's the internet is the wildest thing but like yeah I feel like I've watched her like grow into like a woman Mm -hmm. and I'm. but that's the thing I've always thought that she seemed sweet oh she's from the
1: very there's a lot of people that I've met that are just not what they were on the online and it's really really sad she's one yeah. of the most genuine like she is herself to the core if not better which you don't really think is possible because she's so amazing
0: oh, yeah she's so really nice amazing. and yeah, I also just feel like she's one of those creators that I like if she recommends a product like and that's the thing that's why I've been following her for years and I think that's so so something that people need to keep in mind is like when you are yourself and when you only promote things that you believe in and when, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's what creates this like lasting bond. Like if she was just pushing product, pushing bullshit, I probably would not be like, it's been like over seven years mm-hmm. at least that I've been following her on YouTube, mm-hmm. which is insane to me. Like I've literally watched this person grow into a woman mm-hmm. and it's because she's herself exactly, and she's you know, she's yourself? very honest.
1: When you're yeah. yourself, it's, 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 it's very hard to like, you know you, When you're not yourself, sorry, it's very hard to maintain because it's not you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, when you were like, oh my God, Manal, you're exactly how you are in your stories. So and I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, like, thank goodness. But I mean, it is me. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't make, it's not, it's not a second job for me, but there's some people that it is actually a second job because they are creating a facade of someone that they're not when they close the camera do you know what I mean and that's just absolutely exhausting and you get that a lot and that's why you sort of get different vibes from people over the over the years that go by because being a different person online is just extremely exhausting
0: do you know what I mean and it's almost like sometimes I when I'm when I know people and I know that they're different online I almost want to just tell them like people would like you better if you were yourself yeah. you know what I yeah. mean like it's not like, oh, you have this persona online and like, but like in real life, you're a piece of shit. It's not even necessarily that. It's just like, why do you feel like you need to create this alter ego online for people to like you when people would like you Mm -hmm. if you were just being yourself? Like I, I see it and it's, it's, I really, but like, how do you tell someone that? You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like people are really sensitive, but like, how do you tell someone like, hey, like, you know, it's very clear that you're not being yourself. And I think it would be better for you to be yourself. You kind of can't say that to someone I think it's something that they need to figure out on their own. But I've said that to I so just, many people. <gasps> that's the thing. like I, I, Exactly. Like I would say to so many people, but like, I watch, I, I will say I started following you on Instagram before I started watching your YouTube videos. But watching your YouTube videos is what made me like, because I think it was before Instagram stories were like a thing. You know what oh, I mean? Like, it was more just like, feed photos and you're like yeah I was like oh she's really pretty literally I was like oh she's really pretty but then I saw your personality and I was like oh my god I love this girl Aww. because
1: you that really, really that is like- home to me cuz it's like I feel like I forget that I'm actually on the internet like showing like a <laughs> lot of people like my home and my my, my ripped yeah. socks and you know like yeah. my dirty dishes and stuff but when someone's like I love your feeds and I love your page it, it makes me happy because it's just like they like me for who I am and I just really appreciate yeah. it and I feel like you know what I mean it's just really no. sweet like you know what I mean because obviously no. I'm not perfect and I do really stupid shit but
0: but that's the thing that's that's what I I think that makes me like like people is like when I see like oh they're not this like perfect person like all the time like you know what I mean like I like seeing you post videos with no makeup on which by the way you have great skin so like do it all the time you know what my trick is like like,
1: really glossy moisturizers lather it on like it's butter
0: Yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good
1: for light reflection. And then it <laughs> reflects all the blemishes. And it just it just turns into one bright light. And you're kind of like, oh, I don't know if she has good skin. Or uh, I don't know if she has a beard. Or I can't see it because it's just it's just glistening. And I'm like, aha.
0: <laughs> yeah. An- another time. We, you just got scammed again. Manala and you are just scamming people left and right. We're just a little too scam artists. But I just, uh, she was, so it was funny before we started recording, she was telling me how she taught her husband how to make French toast so that he could mit- now make her French toast. And I was like, you're just like a gift to mankind, truly. Like, just out here. It took a you lot of helping <laughs> It took five years. You're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, you no, know, but here we are now. He makes French toast. Cool.
1: Yeah, I had to teach him a lot of stuff, a lot of things.
0: I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, and this isn't like a dig at guys. Like, I just think that men are a little bit less competent than women like women we just figure shit out Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like no one is telling us we're just figuring it out guys kind of need someone to tell them Mm -hmm. what to do
1: but you know what it is it's it's how they like maintain it it's like it's totally fine if I like teach him things but if I'm constantly teaching him and he doesn't want to do any of it that's a completely different thing if he genuinely doesn't know you really can't fault him and he's the type that genuinely doesn't know because his mom sort of does everything for him so when he married me I like sat back and I was like excuse me like (laughs) and he had to learn everything from scratch and he was fine with learning it but if he wasn't if he wasn't
0: <laughs> no if he's not receptive then i would turn into bitch. the you know last I mean?
1: season the last episode of khaleesi like i'm British, now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a psycho yeah. just basically just a crazy <laughs> woman but uh so is your husband he's Pakistani, yeah. right
1: and that's very normal is in he culture. like
0: is he super cultural no
1: he's a coconut love that yeah
0: Because I was always, like, I was wondering, I'm like, I wonder if he's, like, because I feel like Pakistani people are very, like... They love being Pakistani. You know what I mean. There's nothing wrong with that, but like they really
1: love. He's it. um he's Pakistani, but I feel like I'm more Pakistani than he is. I mean, like he barely speaks <laughs> the language. I cook the food for him. He's like, what's this again? I'm like, alu, and he's like I'm like, Dude. oh my god. <laughs> I'm black, oh, by the way. In case yeah. You guys don't know. Yeah. So it's 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 he he's like he is Pakistani, and he he's he was born in England, and he's born in London. So he's pretty much a coconut. I mean yeah I mean he's he has a little culture in there but I'm I'm more I'm I'm more like full of culture compared to him I bring the Pakistani in the house more than he does so
0: (laughs) really strange
1: because I'm Ethiopian I don't know how that happened but
0: you're like I bring the Pakistani into the into (laughs) the family dynamic it's you're welcome again just you know doing everything um but was that like how like when you were getting married was it like a weird like like what what was that like was there was a family both just like yeah cool like let's do it well can
1: I be honest so yes please the beauty okay this is something I don't think a lot of people mention but the beauty of like interracial marriages is that the word yes um is that when you marry another culture all right I get away with so much shit that I would not get away with if I was Pakistani, because they'd be like, you should know this is part of our culture. Dead ass is part of my culture as well. But I play it stupid and I get away with being able to say whatever's on my mind being able to you know what I mean, like certain things i'd be like but well, why do you do that but why does this 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 is that's not where i come from that's not what we do and it's they're sort of like oh okay okay whereas if i was pakistani they'd have a lot more different expectations of me and i would probably um not get away with uh you know all the shit i get away with so it's great marrying outside your culture for that reason because you could just play the card of but in my culture it's different." <laughs>
0: I mean, honestly, this this episode is just like scamming one over. Also, I think that you're right because none of my siblings are married to Arabs. Yes. None yeah. of, them. and like. I do actually. Wow, you're really just helping me connect all the dots because my my sisters are scammers. Like my sister, literally, her husband's Guyanese. She's like, if she doesn't like something about Guyanese culture, she's like, well, that's different than my culture. Yeah. And I don't want to do it. But if she likes something about Guyanese culture, she's like, oh my god, that's so nice. Like, yeah, it's always exactly. That. You know what I mean? Like, you get to kind of like pick and choose what you want because it's not your culture. so you can't be expecting yeah. to know or to like yeah. it. But well, I mean, like, forty
1: percent of the time, I actually don't know what the, what's going on and I'm very confused. Yeah, yeah. And like, for example, like. Like, when I gave birth, what they do in Pakistani culture is they make the the, the the mother, the new mother, eat, like, this butter, nut, like, really fatty food. And it's just made of sugar, butter, and nuts. And they try to make me eat that. And I just gave birth. And I was already feeling super fat. And they were just, like, you need to eat, like, this big, it's called, like, halwa or something. It's, like, it's just their version of halwa, right? They're like, you need to eat this because it's full of nutrients. I'm like, what's the nutrients? And they were like, well, sugar, butter, nuts. I'm like, how is that nutrient full? And they're like, it's just part of the culture. You have to eat it. I'm like, I'm not eating that. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but it's, it's part of the culture. I'm like, but you just explained to me what was in it and nothing in there. It sounds, sounds nutrient, nutritious. No. It's not healing to my not body. not healing at at unless I really no. feel fat. And then they were like, um, oh, and, you know, they're like, okay, that's fine. if you don't. They're really sweet about it. And I was like, okay, thanks, because I'm not eating it. If I was Pakistani, I would have to shut up and eat that. Like, do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, 100%. They would just be like, oh, it's Halloween time. Yeah. Like, no one would even, yeah. like, just open your mouth. It's time to eat that. Yeah. It. Or like,
1: I would be, I would be like, her. kind of like shamed for not eating something that they've made. But in all honesty, the last thing I want to put in my body is like sugar and butter. If I want that, I'll have a piece of cake. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Which is way wor- yeah, more worth there's... the calories for me.
0: No, no, no. no. Like, that's. I. I, I always say this. I'm like, I'll eat almost like anything, but like when I see shit, I'm like, I'm not eating that. That's fuck no, like I'll, I want to eat a donut. Like I don't want to eat this. There's like know? things
1: in like my culture that is the equivalent of literally like nonsense, just sugar and butter. But because I've grown up with it, it's part of my culture. And I'm like, mm, I can't wait to have this when I get home. It's crazy. Cause it's cause I grew up with that, but I didn't grow up with that. Yeah, that they yeah. eat. So I'm like, like, the no. nostalgia. Yeah. And like, so I mean, I, I don't blame them for eating that and enjoying it, but I can get away with saying, no, I don't need the extra calories. I already feel like I've already like I feel ginormous and I don't feel confident and blah blah blah. So I need to work on my health. Yeah. Um but then there's like little things like that that I can get away with. So just uh just uh, marry outside your culture and you'll be uh you won't have any problems or expectations. <laughs>
0: I actually have a recording from yesterday. I thought about posting on my Instagram. So I was trying to do a fun Instagram story because everyone was like, you never post your mom. You never post your mom. So my mom was talking to me. Her face wasn't in it. Her voice was. And I didn't end up posting it because I'm like, I feel like I don't know if my Instagram audience will uh, you know be okay with this but it was basically my mom telling me like I don't know what culture you're gonna marry because literally there's something wrong with you you, you don't like anyone <laughs> so <laughs> I have it recorded and I'm just like you see my face just like oh my God, my. and I was like what do you think is wrong with me she's like I don't know there's something wrong with you you don't like anyone she's like you don't like these people you don't like that she's like you always have a reason to not like anyone and I was just like damn mom you right I do hate everyone so like I'm just like I'm like at this point I'm like, like, I just have to like not hate the person. Who cares what their culture? I just need to not hate them because goddamn, I really I hate a lot of people. Yeah. I really do. No, your mom
1: was your mom just, was totally like, you're not vibing.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, she literally was like, yo, there's something wrong with you. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you, but there's something wrong with you. And I was like, my mom, what's wrong with me? And she's like, I don't know. I feel know, like your parents are your
1: worst critic though. It's because they love you. They tell you how it is. So if your mom's saying that, then there's probably something wrong with you.
0: <laughs> oh my god. There's definitely something wrong with me. And also, um, I also People are always like, bring your parents on the podcast, and like, I'm like, you don't understand. The things that I show on Instagram are they real? Yes, but it's like a very curated and like small portion of the conversation. The rest of the conversation is literally my parents shitting on me, and I don't want parents.
1: Your dad is hilarious.
0: (laughs) Also, he says crazy shit to me, and I'm like, do I really want to put this on the internet so people think that my dad? He's not an abusive person. He's a a, but he. he will tell me constantly. He's super like critical, which I mean, I'm very critical. So it doesn't bother me. But like, he'll just like shit on me for like 30 minutes straight. But it's very funny. <laughs> so like,
1: it. I- He's the funniest. When I see him in your stories, I definitely have rewatched it maybe three or four times. <laughs> I am that like flipping back, you know, when you can see your, your interaction. Yeah. I am that one person that's dragging that all the way up because he's just so like, like rich and like cute, like full of like I just I just want to squeeze him. He's just so amazing. The things that he says he,
0: with the straightest face—it's just priceless. It's priceless. Can I tell you that he's five four and a half? He's so Aww. tiny. Like I feel like people don't realize how tiny my—he's just like a little bit taller than me, and I feel like that makes it even cuter because he's this tiny little man who's super serious, mm. but then he also is saying these crazy hilarious things, but like with a very straight face. Very straight face super casually like he'll just say something like really casual like he would tell me like you're a dumb bitch and he would never say that but, like, if he did he would just say it like super like in passing like, and by the way you're a dumb bitch anyway blah 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 blah, blah. he's basically like felipe he is literally felipe, oh my god he's, he's, uh, yeah. amazing
1: i need to meet him one day i need to meet him
0: you you have to on like you i feel like you like, already just, like, like
1: talk about me coming in and like spending Eid with your family or something just casually okay, well probably
0: did. I, oh, I think i was telling you that you have to bring your son to uh disney or you don't love him did i say yeah, that too because yeah. if i yeah, did yeah. if you don't bring adam to disney world then you don't yeah, love your yeah, child yeah, you that is that. How I feel about yeah
1: and i like reevaluated my motherhood and i was like damn so maybe when he's like eight months
0: <laughs> disney world is the best place on earth yeah. and it's really not so much for your children it's really for is you it? and <laughs> It's so much fun. Like I, I go without children. I go sometimes with children. I'll be honest; it's more fun without the. Wait, children. How close are you but, to Disney World? Uh, like thirty oh. minutes away.
1: No. Uh, yeah. okay, okay, I have to see you. Just don't move.
0: It's. I, I, oh, I'm not planning on moving. In fact, I'm planning on like buying a house in Orlando so that I never it's have showing. to. Move, so. Yay!
1: I'm and, and baby When kid. I do that, with my two cats, my, my husband, hood.
0: and my baby. That's, oh, my God. I feel like that's like I'm imprisoning you guys. Like I have a whole family <laughs> of no, no, 10 cats living in my basement. What was that noise? Oh, it's just this family that I have in my basement. <laughs> like it's, it's totally fine. But, um, yeah, I I really – I am a huge like ambassador fan of Disney. Like I, I don't know. I want to advocate for Disney constantly. I just want to tell Aww. people to – it's so I and I, feel like I would never would take you as a Disney
1: person though you're just so like uh
0: That's, that, no no one would ever take me for a Disney person and like even at Disney people are like why is this bitch at Disney <laughs> but like I, I didn't appreciate it because I grew up with it being there and then as I got older I remember I went once as an adult and I was like this is the best place ever and then like ever since then I'm just like why was I a non-believer for all those years, because you know when you go somewhere all the time as a kid, you don't appreciate yeah, it it's like oh, you going to Disney again like oh, like hate that. Wait, but how many times have you gone? <laughs> a lot. I would have no idea. I couldn't tell you like actually because I was born I'm well not born, but I've lived in Florida my whole life and I've lived in I lived in Orlando for since I was like one. Mm. so and then even when I lived out of the country for a few years when we would come to Florida during the summer would go to disney so it was just always like we're always going to disney and like i just kind of took it for granted but it's it's honestly the best but like that's another thing like when i'm in london i'm just like there's so much to see there's so much to do and i tell people and there's like i mean it's fine like it's whatever just like calm down north but like i i'm actually trying don't hold me to it but i'm trying to plan a trip for this, uh, December to come to, uh, London. Again. Come stay with me. So Anissa's at my house right now with her
1: sister and she's most likely going to really? stay. Really? Yeah. Well, she's not right now, right now, but I mean like, she's oh. like, her stuff is here and she's just traveling a little bit. She'll be here like, I think in two days. I don't know. She has a key. She'll just pop in whenever.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was there right now. I'm like, how has she been quiet no, you for definitely this? definitely hear her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you met her, right?
0: You met her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I She recorded my podcast in my living room where I'm sitting right now. She's
1: incredible. How incredible is she?
0: I love her. She's really, truly... Because she, she says everything, like, just... Mm-hmm. She just says mm-hmm. it. Also, her sister, Yaz, is also... Just the most hilarious person in the entire. The two of them together so, just fine. complete me. And I, we're sending each no,
1: other I text me. messages like we're lovers that are doing things long distance, and they just left like a week ago. Um, and I mean, armor will be there like, "Hey babe, I love you." like, "Shh," and I'm like texting him like, "Hey guys, when are you gonna come back? How am I do yeah, yeah, yeah. without you?" And they're like, "Oh, we love you." And Amr's just sitting there like, shrug. Okay, I guess I'll feed Adam. Like, <laughs>
0: No, they're they're honestly, I love them, but yeah, I I'm trying to to plan a trip to to go to London. This I just I really I'm a huge fan, and then also I get to see you, so this is just like a huge plus. Okay, you need but to sort
1: this out with me. You have to tell me when you're coming, where, how many days.
0: You're like, let's do it right now on the podcast. <laughs> share share your home address. We need to know. <laughs> you you know can find. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> But um. I want to, I mean, honestly, I want to keep talking about this, but I also, before we like wrap up because we're, you know, we should probably do that soon unless this is going to turn into a three hour long episode, but we were talking about toxic people Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, I feel like we need to, we need to air our grievances in some way. Just like my belief about toxic people, I'm just going to make it real concise and then you're going to tell me your thoughts. Mm -hmm. I feel like if someone doesn't bring happiness into your life and brings stress, and being distressed and being upset and, like, being unsure of your position with that person and being unsure about how they feel about you and do they care about you and are your feelings important to them. They don't need to be in your life. Like, point blank, you need to fucking cut mm-hmm. them out. Let's Just, like, I, I feel like maybe I'm being harsh. I don't know. But, like, I just feel like there's no... There's no reason that that person needs to be in your life, even if they've been in your life for a long time. Because I feel like a lot of times we do make excuses for people because you're like, "Oh, like I've known this person for this long, or I've whatever gone through this with that person." But like, if someone isn't isn't validating or valuing your emotions and feelings Mm -hmm. at all, that person doesn't really care about Mm -hmm. you. You know? Yeah, I completely agree. don't put your energy away. I
1: feel like it's partly like you're to blame I mean if they've wronged you and you keep bringing them back in and they wronged you you need to sit back and kind of analyze like and think about what you why are you still letting them back into your life I mean there's yeah. like different types of people right I'll give you an example I'm a type of person that um if I see fire I'm like okay and someone says it's hot I won't touch it Amir, my husband, is the type of person that has to touch it maybe 12 times to understand that, wow, I have a third degree burn and I should have listened and now I realize it's hot. You need to kind of like gauge where you fall in the scale. Are you the person that yeah. listens and or needs to touch it for themselves and realize, oh, okay, that is hot or needs to burn themselves multiple times? And if you are someone that needs to burn yourself multiple times, something that you really need to work on is why you allow yourself to get to that point or to kind of just follow your gut and understand that, wait, that burnt me before. Let's not touch that yeah. territory basically people that burn you are the toxic people in your life and if you allow them back in your life constantly you will feel a thousand times better if you drop them for example yeah. like
0: if you don't then you're left with third degree goddamn yeah burns. that you've
1: caused you've inflicted on yourself yeah. at this point. point first time fine it's not your fault you didn't know it was thought yeah but if you continuously keep putting your hand in the fire who's really to blame and if you are having third degree burns I mean, it's something that you really need to work on yourself. It's not even the toxic person's fault anymore. It's yours. and yeah, that's how you kind of kind of take two steps back and understand, wait a minute. I need to fix this for myself because being burnt is not a good feeling, and I'm tired of it. and i you know what? like it's just talks to people are just i I, I hear about so many situations like a friend of mine is going through a divorce because her husband cheated on her. For many, many years, like many years, they've been married for like 11 years and he cheated on her and he's been planning on apparently leaving her for a very long time. But she, he he said the most horrible things to her in the end, like, oh, I never loved you. I wanted to leave you from the beginning, blah, blah, blah. And she was so, she didn't love him either, apparently, but she was so heartbroken that he did this to her after 10 years of being married. Like absolutely gutted, didn't even want him to leave her. Even knowing that he's inflicted this much pain in her life, found out he's been cheating, yeah. still, like, does not want him to leave her because she, she's been, what's that, what's that word when you've been, like, um, when, when you're, like, like,
0: like, Munchausen syndrome, where you, you, like, you, you, wanna, you, you love, you abuser, you love the person, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a sadist. Yeah, maybe? something like
1: that um and you know in the end she finally like let go it was a rough patch but the way she got back up within like a couple months has been incredible and now she's like when i see him i just want to barf you know like she's just like oh my god he makes me so angry and he makes me so sick
0: isn't that it's so good and it
1: was finally because she took the step of like taking a step back and and you know there's times where he'd be texting her and he's like oh i just want to let you know that you're such an amazing mom blah 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 I can, I can do this like blah 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 the way you did this for the past x amount of years She's like fuck off like you know what I mean like
0: yeah 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 mm-hmm. like no dude you don't get to like now suddenly be all nice I know who you are you're a piece of shit and that's the was thing. so toxic and
1: people, she feels so much someone, better about it
0: when someone shows you their true colors and their character like you have to to some degree you have to accept it and like they're you can forgive people to a certain degree. You can make excuses. Like, I'm not saying like, if someone does one thing wrong, you just cut them out and never talk to them again. Obviously, no. Like, you got to give people like, you know, a chance. But like, as you said, like the first time it happens, you're like, okay, now I'm aware Mm -hmm. of it. You know what I mean? And then like, from then on, like you have to be able, if someone is hurting you, or bringing, like, an immense amount of, like, stress or sadness into your life, that's that's being in a toxic relationship. Yeah. And that could be romantic. That could be your friends. That could be your family. That could be, like, any type of relationship that you have. And, like, I've actually – I've never talked about this on the podcast or, like, to ed, ever on the internet. But I was with someone for a really long time, and they cheated on me. But the thing is, is, like, I was an adult at the time, so I was – my brain, like, as soon as I, I was like, nope, like, you're out, like, you're done, like, goodbye, like, I don't, like, my heart was like, shut off. off, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it just was like, nope, this isn't gonna happen. And it's because, and, and I think about it, I'm like, maybe if I was younger, would I have reacted in the same way? Or what? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Because you hear about these people, and they, they find out something like that. And they're like, no, but I want to make it work. And also, emotions, if you want to make yeah. it work, That's, you know, every situation is different. But to me, I was just like, this person has now really shown me who they Mm -hmm. are. And then you take a step back and you really, you see all the red flags that you might have missed before. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you're like, there were indicators before. I just chose to ignore them. And also
1: being like not on your like feet or not just fully in control of your emotions and the people in your life, people play with that. People use that as ammo to become even more toxic in your life because they can, because you're an easy target. Now, what would help you, like what would take you out of the situation? Working on yourself, cutting them off like how Mm -hmm. you've cut yours off as soon as you found out. I mean, that's not obviously um, in like instinctual, especially if you've been in the relationship and you've been chronically like abused and not even knowing it to the point where yeah, yeah, after yeah. the guy cheats on you for ten years, you still want to stay with him because you can't imagine a life without him. Even though you do not love the man and he does not love you. It's, it's breaking yeah. that like wall of like standing it's a on your cycle own. Of violence. it is. And it, it becomes like, worse yeah. and worse. The more you kind of like allow yourself to be continuously burnt over and over and over again. You have to break it in order for you to sort of stand on your own two feet and realize, and who, who can abuse someone that won't allow themselves to be abused.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And like, that's, you made a great point. It's like when you, when a person realizes that they're in a position of power over you in any way, like where they feel like they can get away with it, they'll keep pushing their limits to see how much further that they can go, whether it's subconsciously or intentional, uh-huh. that's what ultimately is going to happen. So like, let's say like you're friends with someone and they kind of treat you like shit. Like maybe they see you and they're just like, oh, you look really ugly okay. today. And like, you just kind of like let it go. And like, it will progressively, cause they they will start like, you know how little kids push their boundaries to see like, what what's my mom going to let me get away with? Adults do that mm-hmm. too. And they see like how far they can go and what they can get away with. And like, that's why it's like, I'm a firm, I'm a big communicator. That's my Mm -hmm. thing. That's my tool. So when someone shows me a side of them that I don't like, I like to talk to them about it. Maybe not immediately, but like at some point I'll be like, listen, you did this and it made me feel this Mm -hmm. way. And I have boundaries and you're not respecting my boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you, nine out of 10 times that person is just like, fuck you, like you're so sensitive or you're blah, 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 this or that, whatever, Mm -hmm. because people get really defensive when they know that they're Mm -hmm. wrong. And in that situation, I'm like, okay, then bye, because you're not even open to hearing me out as to, you know what I mean? Like, it's very clear to me that this is your behavior and you are not willing to change that behavior. And I know that this will just get Mm -hmm. worse. So, you know, you know, but like if the person is receptive and willing to make a change, that's a whole different story. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if you let them know and they're like, oh, no, like I'm willing to change, blah, blah, then that's different. But like, yeah, if someone is just continuously harming you, whether it's emotional, whatever, mm-hmm. you you got to cut them out because it just gets I mean, it's it's not even like a unique situation. I think it'll always just get mm-hmm.
1: worse. Always put yourself first. Always. I mean, like, I mean,
0: in this situation, the only way you
1: can filter out between the person that will continuously do it or the person that just genuinely doesn't know is to put yourself first Mm -hmm. and say, hey, I didn't like how you did that. I'm a very confrontational person as well. Like, very. I've been in so many relationships. And if I don't, I actually get itchy. Like if I don't tell you what you did wrong, I actually start to get itchy. I can't talk to you properly. Like like if I haven't same. if I haven't like even if it takes like three months, you've done something wrong to me and we haven't talked about it. And every time I try to bring it up to you, you brush it off. You're not getting the same manal until we've talking about it and then we can move on. And if you have a problem with it, I I, I literally like push you away because I'm just like okay bye. Um, I'm very. Hungry. I I love this. No, but it. Because yeah, sometimes I'm it, a little it, too it, apparently. I've been told that I'm a little too blunt, but I'm oh, I've been oh, told that communication but... skills. Cause...
0: That's what I'm saying. Like I think that it, regardless of how blunt it is, like ultimately, you're what you're doing is more healthy, yeah. in my opinion. I could be biased because I'm also extremely confrontational, but I think it's healthier to tell the person, then to keep it inside and kind of like internalize it and it festers and it gets, and you start like, you know, overanalyzing it. I think that it's so much healthier to just be like, no, like, this is how I feel or what I think. And I don't agree with this, or I'm not okay with this, or, you know, whatever the case may be, even like, this is like such like a small little example. I, but like, you know, so we had scheduled to record something, something came up, Manal couldn't record mm-hmm. it. The, the podcast and I didn't hear from her. And she, when she told me she was obviously super apologetic, she obviously had a very valid reason, but I told her, I was like, I just want to let you know, I was initially upset mm-hmm. about it. And that to me, when you were like, okay with it. Cause I feel like saying that to certain people, they're like, Oh my God, fuck this bitch. Like why? Like blah, blah, blah. But you were like, no, oh my God. And like, that's how communicating works. Like I feel like certain people, they're like, "Oh no, I don't want to let them know that I was annoyed." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. But like, what, what would that do if I kept so that inside? No, over I time? it
1: because you had a like, you were your your emotions were completely valid. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, I explained to you what happened and you understood. Yeah. You were so like entitled to that emotion because you didn't hear it from me. You didn't know what happened. You, you, yeah. I literally wasted your time, and you completely actually appreciated that. And I felt like, oh, you know what? Like, this is going to be great because th- I see myself in this person and I would do the exact same thing. So, no, I actually did appreciate that. And there's uh, there's 100% validity to what you're saying. Only, I didn't okay. like how she said that. Well, bitch, you not yeah. ignore her message. No. Okay, then. You know what I mean, yeah. like,
0: so. and that's the thing. I feel like it speaks of your character too. And like the way that you were receptive to it and you're like, no, oh my God, totally. I would feel the same way. Like, and that to me, that, that's a good, that's a good way to gauge someone's character is like how they react when you let them know how something made you yeah. feel, even if it's not the most pleasant, you know no, what I, I mean? I encourage
1: like, that so it, much. I appreciate that. And I encourage that so much. And you
0: know what, like,
1: imagine if I did like completely, just completely blank you and nothing came, that situation that happened that didn't happen and how would I even face you
0: (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying and I'm like and I think that like in all relationships big or small little thing it's really important to like because like for all I know you could just be an asshole and be like no fuck you Nora I don't give a shit about your time like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and that would be a good situation for me to figure Mm -hmm. that out but like you were obviously again like super like communicate you were good you you handled it in the best way that you could. And like that to me, I was like, how can I how can I be mad or be annoyed about this when this person is like, is being super honest mm-hmm. about it. You know what I mean? And that's why I think at the end of the day, even if it's a little hard or even if it feels a little uncomfortable, it's better to be a little confrontational mm-hmm. for lack of better mm-hmm. words, because I think that that kind of helps to establish a, a healthier relationship. It also helps to like create a foundation of like, openness and mm-hmm, honestness mm-hmm. and honesty, honestness. Honesty, I was like, yep. Honestness. Like, yep. <laughs> honestness. Yes. Honestness. Definitely. I love honestness, but I think that like, it's a, it's a really good way to kind of get a feel. Cause I've definitely been confrontational in the past and it's not received very mm-hmm. well. And I'm like, Oh, so you don't like to be told other people's feelings. If it makes you feel bad. I, okay. Gotcha. But
1: that's like, not how life works.
0: You're that's not how life works. Like you need to also validate other people's
1: mm-hmm. feelings. It's so true. No, I, Well, you, listen, you, uh, I'm surprised that you didn't not <laughs> let me be on your podcast after that.
0: Like, <laughs> no, no, yeah. No. Like legit.
1: I would have been like, okay, 100% called for because I completely missed our appointment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, com- I think confrontation, being confrontation is so much more better than just not saying anything and allowing it to pass because even the people that love you the most can, abuse
0: that a hundred percent and that's the thing and I've been guilty of doing that to my own to my sister because that's the thing when someone is really close to you you do get a little lazy with Mm -hmm. it sometimes do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and then my sister will call me out she'll be like why are you being a bitch to me and I'm like what are you talking about and then she'll be like oh you did this I'm like oh you're right I did do that I'm Mm -hmm. sorry like
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) like what what are you talking about I didn't do anything I don't know what you're talking about I'm a little angel don't talk to me uh But like you, it's, it's easy when someone is close to you to kind of forget, you know, whatever, but it's not an excuse. Like, that's the thing. And like, I think that the way people treat you, like, again, not saying that it's your fault, but you do need to kind of take a step Mm -hmm. back and realize like, why is this to this point where I feel like this is an incredibly toxic relationship and then learn from that. And then if you're ever in that situation again, you know to kind of handle it in a different way, and that and that's kind of how you grow. I feel like as a person is, you know, learning through trial yeah. and error. You know what I mean? Like I
1: feel like with this advice, it's if if you don't feel like it relates to you now, it will in the future. I mean, it's something that you're oh, you, living 100%. life. You have to um, kind of learn and go through. That's what I did. I went through so many toxic friends in order to figure out. Wait a minute, there was red flags. A, B, um. I usually do say something, but it still becomes quite toxic because they're just kind of like, no, I didn't. And then it just goes into like a a whole frenzy. But did I drop them? No, I continued talking to them and I continued having them be a part of my life. Why did I do that? Do you know what I mean? I went through so many years of spending time and doing things for people that didn't do jack shit for me if I had the same situation, if I was in a situation like that. Like you know what I mean? It was just like, and it's crazy because because I said something about it and because I dropped it, I felt a lot better that I I, I still did what was right. And when they did come back to me and were, like five years later, and they were like, you know what? I didn't appreciate you doing this and this. I finally had the acknowledgement that I was waiting for in order for me to move on. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. No closure, and, and like and not even closure because I don't think that real closure exists. But it's like, okay, I feel like this is done and it, uh, this I heard that we both set our peace you know what i mean
1: yeah exactly
0: i but i know. and that's the thing you're so right about saying like even if this isn't applied to you now it will because you will encounter a situation like this and like i feel like as i've getting gotten older unfortunately i've handled handled a lot of toxic situations in my <laughs> life most of them being just like friendships cuz for some reason, girls are not inclined to be nice to each other. I don't, you know what I mean? Society has done this to us. And so growing up, like I had a lot of girlfriends and, and there's always like a part of your head that you're like, well, if I'm not friends with this person, like, who am I going to be friends with? Like when you're younger, you kind of, that's kind of how I felt Mm -hmm. like, well, I like this person and yeah, they're annoying, but you know, whatever it's, it's okay. But it's not okay. Like if someone is, you know doing weird I didn't shit. fart
1: by the way like, I just rubbed the table in case that you sound like <laughs> listen
0: there's a cat purring next to me
1: I just rubbed the table because I was trying to get a stain off I did not fart sorry continue.
0: I didn't hear it but I really like the fact that like I didn't <laughs> fart, by the way I just in case you thought I did like me I mean I you sometimes
1: that. treat myself after I've given birth because down there is all messed <gasps> up but I did not fart I did not fart
0: You're like, I will piss myself, but I will never. (laughs) I'm a lady. (laughs) Uh, I honestly, uh, my greatest fear is that I'm going to piss myself.
1: I've never pissed myself in my entire life okay my mother was like when you were two you're potty trained before I even to- taught you what a toilet was like you'd hold your pee wow. you never peed the bed my brother who was four years older peed the bed every day and she'd be like look <laughs> at her she's younger than you she doesn't pee the bed and like guilt trip him and I would be sitting there like a little princess like mm-hmm, I have to fill my bladder yeah. all of that went south yeah, yeah. as soon as I gave birth so surprise,
0: I'm gonna lie. yeah yeah <laughs> Over oh, the bladder! Worst. They were like, "Damn that!" Oh my god, stuff.
1: my bladder is the worst. After I even it, it messed up a whole bunch of everything's all over the place. I mean, I don't
0: know, but I when I pee myself, I'm like, Oh, "Pee myself, gotta go." <laughs> The thing about pregnancy is I feel like I have, like, a very uh, special insight on it because my sisters really like to talk about things to me in great Mm -hmm. detail. So, like, I'm just, like, my – I have a friend who's pregnant. I was, like, by the way, you're going to be really constipated after you have a baby. And she's, like, what? What are you talking about? No one's ever said that. I'm, like, no, you're going to be really constipated. It's going to be really terrible. And, like, Mm -hmm. because, like – There's a lot of things about being pregnant that I feel like it's not in TVs and movies. No one really talks about it. Like after you give birth to a baby, you have to give birth to the placenta, and it's fucking Mm -hmm. gross. Like no one, no one talks about that. that, that Anything, your hair falling out, your nipples turning massive.
1: Nobody talks about nothing, and it's like so annoying because when this shit happens to me, even my mom, she never taught me anything. Like she taught me like the bare basics, but that's it. And when it was happening, I was like, Ma. What's wrong with Why you? Why do my nipples yeah. look like salamis? And she was like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah, that's normal. And I'm like, well, how come you didn't tell me this? I didn't, like, appreciate my normal size nipples. Is this TMI for your, for your podcast? <laughs> no,
0: this, this is not TMI. Not, not even slightly. Okay, this is actually, like, I was yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah. like, I felt
1: kind of, like, um, like, played. Like, I feel like I didn't appreciate my normal. <laughs> yeah. Because no one told me that they're going to be gone. And my, my nipples that used to be normal... Are not normal no more, but I'm never going to get them back.
0: So, so it's like, you were, you're like, I should have taken pictures of them, I really, I my areolas my them and my areola. appreciated just- them
1: and said, wow, you know, like these are normal nipples because didn't know what's going to come knocking on my door or salami
0: nipples. It's like, <laughs> <is> that, <laughs> I love that. You just keep saying, I have a visual, I want you to know, like a visual of just salami nipples. But I mean, no, they've gotten I, better. They've the thing, gotten better.
1: But during the end of my pregnancy, holy smokes
0: your whole body just changes Mm -hmm. like it's it's i mean it's amazing it's a miracle wow you grew a baby inside of you that's but like i listen i can't imagine like you feel i i would imagine that you feel very out of control of like your Mm -hmm. body you do like you know what Then you also feel incredible
1: you feel invincible after I've given birth, I had a natural birth. My epidural didn't work, so I literally pushed <gasps> this baby out, and like it was like, like tearing, like literally like the worst pain. I, like I didn't, can, your mind can't even create this pain in a fake scenario if you wanted to, right? Holy, like shit. he hit a nerve by going in my back, and on top oh, of that, no. I had to push him out natural, and I have I have back pain, like nerve pain on my lower back because of. Up a yeah. I could actually sue him but that's a different story um yeah <laughs> that, that's well, a coming soon that's- um but yeah. I mean and then I pushed him out naturally which is great because I, I ended up physically feeling everything so I my pushing part yeah. only lasted 25 minutes and the labor was so one hours
0: so oh that's not amazing. yeah but
1: I mean I felt invincible because Forty-five minutes after I've literally pushed him out, I got up and took a shower. I like legit, like I yeah. felt like, wow, there's a baby on this table, and it came out of me, and I did that. I'm not waiting in line anymore. Yeah. I want lattes at my front door for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm incredible. Like you, like you're well thank done. goodness, thank God for everything. I'm just so appreciative. God is amazing, and He's created yeah. women, and women are amazing, and no one can tell me shit.
0: Women are. An- women are literally incredible and I sure you could say I'm biased because I'm a woman but I'm sorry like you you have a baby in your stomach that's growing and then also then you push yeah, it out like caveman like and, and like, then it just like
1: sits on he sits on your lap and he's warm and he just came out of you and you're just like what the heck and you, the, the high that you feel and the incredible appreciation and like it's just like Allah Akbar like it's just the best feeling. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I can I'm feel comfortable talking about all these like un- awkward parts, but also I'm I've never been so in love with my m- mismatched, multicolored, stretch marked, um, baloney nippled body. Like I've never been more prouder.
0: I I mean, and that's the thing. It's because I think you know how you were like I have a new purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I think that. The something that I've seen that happens a lot with mothers is that like your priorities really shift and things that you would have really cared about before just kind of don't matter because you know that in the grand scheme of things they actually don't fucking matter and like your body changed because of this amazing thing that you now have so like you're not even mad about it because it's like I have this baby Mm -hmm. now and like I I can deal with some extra stretch marks. I mean, everyone has fucking stretch marks. It's, it's, you're a woman. You're going to get stretch marks at one point yeah. or another in your life. If you don't have them, you're probably going mean, to get them. i like, mean,
1: not saying yeah. that I'm not going to get a mommy makeover when I'm done with all the kids because you bet I'm going to be in <laughs> Turkey getting that mommy makeover. I love it. you're like, in Turkey. You're like, I've researched oh, yeah. it. It's great. <laughs> but... I mean, oh, yeah. I still do love my body. Like, but I do, I'm convinced that I have lipodemia or lipodema. I don't know what it is. What is it's it? It's like fat storage in a certain area, but like pooling of fat in my arm. Okay. I, I went to the doctors like, also, and they I said that I may actually have it. No, it's actually factual. <gasps> I gained three inches in my arms and nowhere else of fat. How does that even happen? Three inches to the point where, like, my blazers don't fit, but my pants are too big. Like, I, I haven't gained weight. It's just pooling of fat in my arms. I don't understand it.
0: That's this attack. Yeah, I feel
1: attacked. So, I mean, I'm just looking forward to getting that fixed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I and that's the thing. I also think there's nothing wrong with that. Like, my sister, after she had her third kid, she was like, okay, I'm done. So let's go do some stuff now. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, when you breastfeed three children, things happen. Things go down. I'm at one, and it's just yeah. – <laughs> this going to be descriptive yeah, like descriptive of Chinese body. <laughs> I, I just remember my sister saying that it looked like a deflated balloon. Yeah, like a, like
1: a, like, oh. like a raisin.
0: Look <laughs> <Like a> raisin!
1: <laughs> the raisin's actually quite accurate because you know how there's like a nipple part of the raisin? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll never eat a raisin again. <laughs> never- Stop eating my dish! <laughs> <laughs> I love raisins. Raisins are delicious, honestly, but uh, it's a, a very unpopular opinion, but I think that raisins are yeah so But I now I like can't stuff. eat them. Yeah, I still eat them. them. Can't eat them. Because <laughs> um but <laughs> Like, i my <laughs> own boobs. I don't care. Um, but yeah, like I just feel like there there's also really no shame in that either. Like what you like it's it's your body. Yeah. You as long as you feel good about it, like that's really all that yeah. matters. And like uh, I don't care I either. Just, and
1: i'm I feel like there's no shame in that whatsoever. And if people want to do what they want to do, that's completely up to them. No one who has a say in what. Yeah. Do you mean?
0: Yeah, uh, one, like, I just, I really think that, like, society does this thing where they fixate so much on what women do with their bodies or don't do with their bodies. And like if women get really thin after they have a baby, people are like, Oh my God, like that's crazy. Like, wow. But like, if you don't get like, then everyone's like, Oh my God, like what's wrong Mm -hmm. with you? Like there's just all this scrutiny constantly about women's bodies. And I think in general about women's bodies, but also like for some reason, when mothers have children, suddenly everyone has like lots of opinions of what they should or shouldn't Mm -hmm. look like. And it's like, or, like, let's say after you have a baby, you want to get something done. And everyone's like, oh, like, that's so messed up. Like, you should you should appreciate it. Or but it doesn't like, mean that I you don't, don't feel... appreciate it.
1: I feel like, I mean, you're yeah. just done having kids. And if you feel like you want to, like, feel a little more confident in yourself.
0: I mean, I, I yeah. actually, like,
1: I love my stretch marks. And I love my raisin boobs. And I just, like, I feel like my body, I don't look in the mirror and say gross. Like, I, at all. Yeah. Actually, I'm more comfortable walking around the house naked than I was before when I had, yeah. like, like. What I now think was an ideal body, but at the time I didn't. Obviously, yeah. I was like 21, and I was like, you know. Oh,
0: well, but we never no. appreciate, like, the, uh, I trust me, like, I. I 100% had body dysmorphia, might still have body dysmorphia, but I remember specific days. Luckily, I have a lot of pictures of myself. And I remember taking these pictures when I first started my blog and thinking like, I look disgusting. I look so fat. I look this. I look look back at it and I'm like, you can see my ribs. Like you can actually see my ribs. And like, in my mind though, I was like, I just look like huge. But like, it's that's what I'm saying it's it's literally crazy and then like I look back and I'm like damn I look so good I should have taken more (laughs) but it's
1: crazy because now I have more confidence walking around the house not that I do because I mean there's a ton of windows and shit but I mean I I I would do it like I I don't even feel like hesitate twice whereas before I'd be like super uncomfortable with myself so I don't know it's it's so weird isn't it
0: do you do you think that it's because, like, not saying that, like, when you become a mom, you're not still like a like a sexual being, but like you realize that your body is like for other things too. Do you think? I that mean, I think it? I like, feel even
1: more like, um, like, attractive and sexy now that yeah. I am a mom because yeah. I just feel so womanly and I feel like empowered yeah. by that. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, it's such a disturbing labor, but I mean, it also kind of made me feel a lot more me and like feminine and womanly and just like a lot more like wow these stretch marks I've like earned these stretch marks and these boobs I've like been through so much and like I look at Adam I'm like that's a human being like you know what I mean it's crazy
0: a little tiny human and and, and
1: it's crazy in a way it makes me feel even more attractive
0: I and that's the thing I I think that that is really beautiful and like the fact that you feel that i'm like i i hope i feel it. honestly after this episode i'm gonna go get knocked up because i need to have a baby right now you, you being that i want to feel those things i'm gonna i'm gonna go someone's impregnating me i'm gonna have a baby you can right have now. mine okay. and then i can go to turkey a little earlier than planned okay. <laughs> You're like, here, hold my baby. I'm going to Turkey. Which, by the way, I have beef with the entire country of Turkey. Why? Because Turkish Airlines is really mean to me, and they lost my luggage and then, like, yelled at me and made me feel like a piece of shit for them losing my luggage. And, like, I don't know. I just – I – I the country is a beautiful country I think I just had like a uniquely terrible experience there and like every Turkish person I encountered in Turkey was very mean to me for the most part and so it just really left a very bad taste in my mouth. I know other Turkish people who don't who weren't there that are very nice people but for some reason it's like every asshole in Turkey like was like there's Noor let's get her yeah. like you know Aww, what I mean like, <laughs> it was just it was like one of those weird things like I'm sure it's a great place but like I just lots Aww. of lots of mean people really just, I was why are you so shitty they
1: people. they don't realize how much of an effect they have on people
0: that's what I'm saying and I was just like when will it end yeah. you know what I mean like what? when will it be over like what, will this person also be an asshole and Aww. it's like they are and I'm like damn it again uh, but you know what go to Turkey I'll <here>.
1: I meant, like, physically it's carry fun. my children, but, I mean,
0: you know what? That's cool. Can oh, that oh, like a surrogate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm Kim Kardashian. I only get surrogate moms now. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Honestly, I absolutely oh love God. you.
1: you exactly I, honestly, how I, this I pictured is, this podcast would be.
0: This is more than I could have ever hoped for. I never thought we were going to talk about raisin boots. I never thought we were going to talk about salami. Nipples. And it, oh my god, it's, honestly, it's both like,
1: combined. So it's like you have like a raisin salami sandwich.
0: Oh my God. That's yeah. disgusting. But I love it. Uh, I know. I'm like, this is, this is great. I mean, honestly, like this is better than I could have ever hoped for. And yes, like, it's so nice when you like talk to someone. I mean, we've talked before, but like, like more like, real talking mm-hmm. and it's like what you thought it was going to be it's very you're like I was right you know what I mean I feel bit- <laughs> <laughs> honestly
1: though I was so nervous about this podcast because I absolutely admire you so much and I love your podcast and I think God. you're like one of the coolest people out there and just to thank be on here I'm so honored so I was like really nervous I mean I've done like crazy shit but this is like maybe she has- a lot more nervous than those things
0: oh, you've You've also been on other podcasts, one other, week, which I'm a stalker. Yeah, yeah I like, listen to it. One other, that's it.
1: She's like, oh, so I took your uh, podcast virginity, and I'm like, yeah.
2: <laughs> and that's how it. And I was like yeah. super quiet
1: the whole time, and I was like trying to be talkative, but then I realized by the end of it, it was so chill, and she just created like such a chill environment for me that you kind of forget Definitely. that you're on a podcast; you're just talking to a friend
0: no yeah I listened to that I started listening to her podcast because you were on it and then I listened to a few other episodes so I was like oh I like her she's very soothing oh voice. she really
1: does it's like very like
0: it's sexy very, and calming, calming at
1: the same time like oh,
0: yeah. like I feel like I could take a and look mine back. was
1: like cracking halfway like oh whoa. and like and she's just like yeah I love that <laughs>
0: No one is taking any naps listening to this episode because I sound I, – I can't listen to my podcast. I've said this before because I feel like I sound like I'm addicted to a match. <laughs> so I can't listen to it because my own voice – like when I listen to my own voice, I'm just like, shut up yeah. more. So. Yeah. I can't I imagine through that, that same
1: thing like but with people. editing videos like when I hear my voice and see myself on camera and I have to edit my videos because unfortunately I don't have people of just course. waiting there to edit my videos I wish but when I do and I see myself yeah. I'm like ugh I cringe so much and then I hear
0: my voice like hey guys and I'm like oh, yeah. <laughs> why am I so nasally <laughs> Oh my god. I look forward to the day that I don't have to edit edit my own podcast. Like I, I'm i gonna be honest with you. I literally listen to the first three minutes. I listen to the middle, I listen to the end. I'm like, okay, that's yeah. fine. I'm like, I can't listen to this because I will st- I don't know what I'll do. I'll break my phone yeah. computer. But like I want someone to edit it because I can't listen to my So you actually edit these
1: podcasts because this is two hours. How long are they usually?
0: I'm not no, I'm not gonna edit it. I'm not gonna like cut anything out. When I say like I just check to make sure the audio sounds okay. okay. Like throughout it, and certain times, like which, like people will be like, "Hey, like I said, this thing, can you like take it out?" Mm. And I'm like, yeah, sure, but really, I'm secretly like, "Fuck you, I yeah, hate I know. you." I causes scary. so
1: much more work. I
0: know. I know. I know. I'm like, why would not you just let me be yeah. lazy? <laughs> so right now, is the audio all right? No, the audio. I feel like it sounds great, but when we go back and listen, then we'll we'll okay. know. But. Um, I do think that we should wrap up because I'm sure you have things to do and it's also probably like one o'clock in the morning there, so you know. That's no amazing. Um, but thanks for having. I know. Me. Where can Of course, thanks for coming on. This has been really fun. Where can people stalk you online? Where can they find So you? I have um
1: my regular page on Instagram is China, C-H-I-N-U-T-A-Y. And then I have a home page, which is that
0: that one, that yeah. name but
1: with home on it. So it's China Home. Which I'm really excited about. I hit 10k on there, and I'm like I'm so giddy about
0: that. <gasps> I know. Oh my god! Congratulations! That's huge because you just started it very recently. Yeah, I'm
1: so so stoked about that because I feel like I'm doing yeah. something right. I mean, if people are yeah. following it, then they like my taste, I
0: guess, right? No, a hundred percent. And like I'm telling you, I am gonna have a Harry Potter
1: one <laughs> <laughs> down. Ten k to go. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, you <everybody laughs> get <of that. laughs> No, and then I just I do YouTube videos, so it's Chinese on YouTube, and
0: she does do the YouTube videos. She's she's. Is-